What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle Channel. You are in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. A.K.A. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator Coach Stradamus. And you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy and the whole effing show. Also known as the CEO Negro of Fixes Binds LLC, the Unbinder, the Undebatable, the Undisputed Best Entertainment here on YouTube. Kevin Samuels calls me Senior Gregorio Greybeard. I also am the man with no trabajo. The ladies love to call me Third Leg Greg. Leg was just phenomenal. Back is the Black Professor X. I'm the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix, the Chocolatey Confucius. That Black Moses, the Deliverer, the also the Unbinder, the man that walks in the spirit of Elijah, the man, the co-host of the best edutainment here on YouTube with all of you people here. I am the hostess with the mostest, and I'm also, I'm also CGA, your special friend, ladies, also known as He Got Allah, and I'll be the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. <laughs> One-time demonetized champion of Facebook. All right. And I've been kicked off of Instagram and TikTok. You ain't nobody unless you got kicked off of all the platforms. New, yes, new, new, anyway, new world order. we got a great show for you today. Today, why women are more hypergamous during an epic economic collapse of epic proportion. They're more hypergamous. You would think they have some feelings inside. Well, they do have some feelings inside. You would think they have some feelings and some love inside for these men out here struggling, but that ain't the case. We have several videos, including one that I'm going to preview you of a young man who being humiliated, humiliated in one of the most recent skits to hit uh, the Internet, the social media. He's being absolutely obliterated and humiliated for taking his. Well, I don't know. This is the girl here. She says, look at me. Look at me. This man took me to the Shake Shack. Now, this is a skit. Everybody knows these, these skits are just out here. And we're going to break down all of these uh, things that men are experiencing here, these psyops, as to make you feel like shit. But uh, we do got a couple of other skits and some real experiences where women out here in a bind out here, they in a bind. They in a bind. All right. And the men are out here trying to figure out how they getting priced out of the dating marketplace and why the simp economy is thriving is breaking men they just break them they're just getting broken out here because of the simp economy we're going to talk about that coming up we also have doom and gloom cga we have straggle and sniggle theater we have a uh, crime and C crime and law cga featuring a strike atlanta what's going on with your legal defense system here atlanta has a strag running around here, and it's a it's a white strag, a Kaylee strag, running around town, acting like she is, I don't know, a straggle-daggle, a black straggle-daggle, and she's a defense attorney in the YSL case. She gets arrested for criminal activity out here. It's crazy. 
All right, we got that crime and law CGA. We got a teacher renting hotel rooms, a female teacher renting hotel rooms to get a train game ran on her. Train game. Indeed, we got that coming up. We got Women Are a Dowry, all right, featuring our brother Corey Holcomb. Um, I think I have that one set up, fired up. If I don't, I'll have to find it. And uh, Bad Economy equals hyper hypergamy for women. What's going on here? We're going to take a look at that and much, much more. So do me a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. All right, hold on for a second. Mm-hmm. Hit the like button on today's stream and to contribute to today's show. Dallas High and the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat. On the free agent lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious. New, 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 new. CGA channel. Money mindset will continue this week. I had a little bit of a plumbing issue. And uh, it's getting fixed this week. So we're going to have to reschedule that. I missed it. It was a last-minute emergency, too. It was out of control. All right, but we'll give you the update on that on the money mindset. But let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Albert Wesker says, the C-19 stimulus simping money is starting to run out. And it just ain't got no money no more. What's going on? I got money. I meant to put a poll up. Yeah. I meant to put a poll up on to ask you guys some questions. Maybe I'll think of it later. DJ says, Coach, I don't really like wine. I like Grey Goose, all right? He like the Grey Goose. Trying. All right? He get loose on the Grey Goose. By the way, that trial is still going on, that hearing. Uh, they dragging them ninjas across the board, and I was very, very appalled at the amount of people that thought that Fannie Willis was doing a fantastic job. Of course, I'm like, oh, boy. All right, Fannie Willis really stuck it to him. Fannie Willis showed up and showed out. All right, boy. All right, DJ Berserk on the river. Offset, a lot of pink toes. He says these artists are coach gang, just not publicly. Well, that's been around for a while, for sure. All right, but that, a lot of artists are coach gang gang. Sucker for love ninja says my baby mama ran my pockets this weekend. Oh, damn, I hope y'all banned. What's up, nigga? What's up he for the said, weekend, He took the nigga? fam to see Lion King on Broadway on Saturday. Tickets and tickets for seven. How big is your family? And souvenirs cost me near $2,000. $2,000. There's a thin line between a loving father and a sucker for love, Ninja. Man, I'm going to tell you, man, if anybody, yeah, Mammy Willis, she's setting black women back 50 years. All right, she a certified drag. All right, but uh, anyway, she a certified straggle. But by the way, man, let me tell you, brothers, man, uh, if you do have a family, there was an article I was going to present. Maybe I presented this evening show uh, talking about having a family of four, how it's almost impossible on the incomes and the uh, the the incomes needed here. The amount of inflation, the amount of um, the amount of companies that are just raising their prices like crazy. And if you go to events today, if you go to events, yes, you better be prepared to pay a lot of money. I mean, you know, 250 is a is a low end ticket to anything at this point. And if you got any decent tickets, you're going to be in the 400, 500. And if you got great great seats, you're going to be in the 800 to 1000 dollars just for a ticket. Oh man, it is crazy. And then your kids want souvenirs? 2k. Holy mackerel. 2k. Man, my man must make good money over there. Shout out to the contractor says good morning. From south of the border, Coach, shout out to you. We back. Yeah, Broadway's expensive. 
Yeah, it's for it's you know the middle class is getting torn up here. Build free media says mud sharks go to college, take out tons of debt, only to become a female pookie. <laughs> oh man, a female pookie. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy thing, and of course they always like my my degree, my job. It's a crazy, crazy world. Let me check on here. Uh, John Down says, uh, Ninja, your aunt never made hamburger helper? I don't, not that I know of. She probably did, but I've never seen no box. And he says, they had hamburger helper in high school, Ninja. All right. Well, that must have been what it was. I was nasty, bro. Wayne Wonders. Peters is in the building, says, thanks, coach. Shout out to Kevin Taylor. Says for freedom. Don't you love that freedom, brothers? Freedom is out there. We got our brother here. Let me see if I can mention his name. I mean, let me see here. Shout out to Andre B. He says, Adams 515. If the money gets funny, you gets no honey. You gets no honey out here, man. You gets no honey. I got money. Unless you the player, the Mackin. Shout out to Junior Bridgman B. He says, Coach, one thing you need to understand is Simps will win in the end. And whoever gets her last wins, no matter the ego. I think you mean, I don't know, what. no matter the what. I don't know what that means here. But, yes, he says simps win in the end. Well, they get the girl in the end for sure. All right, they get the girl in the end. Macaroni Tony saw a Mega Man dad at Top Golf this weekend, had his daughter and all of her friends kicking it. Just more proof that dads are more fun. Shout out to the dads out there. All right, and the wife's like, you Disneyland dad. You know, wives get jealous. Mothers get jealous when when he takes the kids out. You know, they want they want you to take the kids out or they want you to take the kids and be miserable like them. Shout out to the ladies. You know this is true. All right, you know what I mean? Because they be with the kids and all miserable, have the kids all fussing and fighting. And then she's like, Tyler, all right, Glocktavius. All right, she's trying to, y'all, y'all need to hush up. Y'all out here, you know, the straggle mama. Y'all out here cutting up. You need to be quiet and sit down somewhere. You know, straggle mama. Cursing their kids out. And they want you to be miserable. You take the kids. And you're like, okay, all right, kids, hop in the car. You take them to do something fun, riding go-karts, top golf. They come back. We love hanging out with dad. They be mad as a motherfucker. What? They wasn't acting up with me. All right. They wasn't acting up with me. <laughs> Shout out to all the dads. That's because you're a Disneyland dad. All right. Didn't uh, Michelle Obama, Michael, come out and say that dads or, or co-parent dads are just Disneyland dads? Mm-hmm. They did. Last couple. Mr. McHale says, I love the coach gang, and coach gang loves me. Shout out to the coach gang. Yeah, gang. Gang. <laughs> the coach gang. All right. Man, dude, women's are, women are born haters. I'm going to talk about this later, in t- like, not today's show, but tonight. They got hater inside of them. You know what I mean? It is what it is. We just appreciate them for that. Sean T says, thanks for all your content, Coach. I'm in a dilemma. I have found my purpose, and I am pursuing it, but I feel held back in a relationship. Uh-oh. <laughs> mm. He says, she's a good woman, and I don't want to hurt her. But I ultimately want to achieve my dreams. This time, this is timely. We're going to talk about this tonight. I mean, tonight, yeah. We live together, but we are not married, and we do not have kids. Hey, run. <laughs> 
Run. Get get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Leave now, ninja. Leave now. Get get out. Bruh. She about to bring you down, fam. She about to bring you down. Because when you break up, she go like, oh, you broke my heart. I guess I got to do what I got to do and break her heart. Got to break her heart. I don't need to see her cry, but I hate to live a lie. I guess I got to do what I got to do and break her heart. Got to dump that bitch. Dump that bitch. Now, right when you about to dump her, she going to let you ski all up inside her guts. And she going to feel the dumping coming. And most men don't dump. I'm just giving y'all fatherly advice here. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Right about you about the time you about to dump her. You could be like, coach, I got it. Ninja, I packed my bags. I'm ready to go. She going like, just one more chance. Uh, baby. She going to say, I like the good little girl you didn't know. All I need is one more chance. She going to let you skeet up all inside her, hitting that bottom. Ninja, you going to butter everything. Roar! And you going to be like, okay. All right. Is that it? And she's like, yep, that'll be it. Okay, I guess we're moving on. I guess we're moving on, huh? Yep. And then you're be like, good. I finally got rid of that beast. All right, and then you're going to go up, get you a little studio apartment. You're going to have your whole plans. You're going to have your whole plans lined up. Three, two, six weeks later, she's going to beep you 911 to call me on my cell phone. I'll call you back to see what you're going to tell me. She's going to be like, uh, I got to tell you something. Are you sitting down? Are you sitting down? You'd be like, I'm sitting down. She's like, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Yep. <laughs> now you paying child support and she ain't letting you move back in. She going to, oh, I can't move back in, but I need to be married. Oh, ninja. It's a wrap. Watch out. Watch out. I mean, she going to let you skeet up all up in there. You know what I'm talking about? Where you just laying in it and just filling her up. She like, fill me up, daddy. Fill me up, daddy. Him, daddy. And you just fill her on up. This is the last time. Oh, this is the last time. This is the last time. And you're going to fill her up. Roar! <laughs> With the super spur. You're going to leave every single drop that you're just laying in it. <laughs> Gallons. And she just soaking it up. She just soaking it up, brothers. She's going to be like, I guess this is the last time I'm going to ever see you again. You're like, yes, this is the last time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> I'm telling you, this ain't the last time. Ninja, she about to see you for 18 years. 18 years. <laughs> so, either get out or get out now or get out later. All right, Ninja going to fill him up like he was at, like he was Mario Andretti on the pit stop, ass Ninja. Mm. All right, let me stop. This show is already off the rails. But do me a favor, hit that like button. We got 1,100 over on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We got 358 gang counting on the Notorious channel. I got to do Doom and Gloom CGA. Let's go.
All right. Never underestimate the power that they have on us, man. All right. They get us when we weak. All right. This should be a crime. That's what they do. Doom and gloom CGA. What is this? Former Home Depot CEO issues a warning on the tremendous shift in the U.S. job market. And it cites wages increase and then still hot inflation for the big change. Here's what he means and what to prepare for. Major corporations have been laying off employees to cut costs. Do you need to worry? And he pretty much says he's sounding the alarm, sounding the alarm over the thousands of Americans being culled from the workforce this year. We're seeing people being laid off. Well, that's obvious. We're seeing a tremendous shift of employment out there. He said after criticizing the Biden administration's policies on handling the economy. You mean all of those billions of dollars that went overseas? Uh, the guy's name is Bob Nardelli. Nardelli? All right, and he says, who also serves as the CEO of Chrysler. Do they still make cars? Now runs his own investment and consulting company. And it says, it's also skeptical that the U.S. will sidestep the recession in the face of high inflation and interest rates. That's good news, which could bring about further job losses oh, across multiple industries in the future. I think we're still in an inflationary period, and I think we're not going to see a soft landing. Oh. Well, that's obvious, sir. I mean, we even taught about that over here at the CGA Academy. It's pretty obvious. And by the way, uh, great, great story that I'm going to feature later on, uh, probably this week, about uh, the goals of the feds. Apparently, they're not going to be bringing out interest rates as they promised. Uh, they're looking for something else, and they're giving us an idea of what that is, but it's not exactly what it is. We're kind of being duped. Indeed, this is our new reality, and thus we need to make certain adjustments here with this, including not bringing on dead weight. This is not the time for the BS. You need to find other solutions because the answers are right in front of us. We don't have Bill Clinton signing in um, the ability for people to be able to afford houses, basically leading to a market crash. We don't have credit card or credit extend extensions. We have really, really high rates um, that don't allow people to want to be able to borrow money from the banks. And then we have people that are in debt that are incapable of borrowing money from the bank. And I think if we go on for another year or two, you're going to find your perfect, perfect, permanent, permanent landing spot. And it's going to be harder than you think. So um, just prepare yourself, gentlemen. I always just show you these things. I know they're news media articles. It's a little doom and gloomish. Sky's falling, but it's a reality. All right. I've been, I've, I've been on the button on this issue. So you need to keep preparing, and that's the reason why I show you. I've been on the button here. All right, um, it says right here, Nike to lay off 2% of its employees, cutting more than 1,500 jobs during a broad restructuring uh, here. And, yes, we have even Nike feeling the effects, and this is one of the big companies out here laying off 1,500 people. And if you know anything about uh, getting the market to reset is, number one, you got to get rid of jobs. That don't matter. You got to trim the fat. So you see companies here, another large company trimming down 1,500 jobs overnight, and that's probably not the end of it, but it's more of a sign of what's to come, especially the jobs that mostly women hold, just to be honest with you. 70% of these jobs are female jobs, so that's going to bring in more women that are going to be in a bind because the women have leaned on the corporations. I'm in a bind, Nate. All right, so there you go right there. There's some more news right there. Doom and gloom. All right, yeah, it is what it is. And um, apparently uh, somebody 
has a video of them uh, with their Nana, their Nana telling them that they're going to vote for Biden coming up in the next election. I've done some dumb things. All right. Now do dumb. And he sent me the video of him, uh, his Nana telling him that she's still team Biden. And let's see how he reacted to that particular news. Here we go. man nana oh you still vote for nana don't oh no man nana don't do nana like that man listen i would do my nana like that if she told me she would still vote for biden well we all know the swifties are gonna vote for biden all right but we need to get these nanas in control man get your mammy under control too put your mammy up oh not the angle slam oh my goodness that's what i'm talking about right there did you get a ninja a round of applause Give her a round of applause. If your Nana's voting for Biden, you know what I mean? Give her the Kurt Angle. Give, it, give her the old, uh, give it a year old uh, Olympic medal winning Kurt Angle slam. <laughs> give her the people's elbow and the perfect plex. Why not? Jesus. <laughs> is that, is that, hey, is that desperate out there? All right. Is this the last bit of doom and gloom news? It is, as we predicted. Shout out to uh, Kevin, the software tester here. Check this out. Apparently, and I can't click on the article here. It says here, according to Apple News, headline, the first VR squirting video shot specifically for Apple Vision Pro is here. Oh, the humanity. Oh, no. All right, man. It's going to be a wrap for the majority of men. Speaking of simp economy, that's like $3,500 for a pair of Apple glasses, or I call them goggles. Apparently, Prawn is going to be on its way, ladies and gentlemen, or it might be already here. I don't have any Prawn on my Apple. I go to the junior college, but I can see what's going on here. The simp economy is crazy. Ring the bell on these digits. The first squirt video being presented. <laughs> Like, do you actually get squirted? Like, I don't know what the Apple goggles are talking about over here, man. What you talking about? And they filming it for the Apple Vision Pro goggles. Take a look at this, Ninja. We are in. Oh, the humanity. They going to sell out of them glasses. They going to sell out of them glasses, them goggles real quick. <laughs> it's about to be all ski, 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 ski. Yes, indeed, Ninja, man. Wait a minute. I didn't mean that. I meant this. It's about to be on out here. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Hey, man, you better hide your kids, man, your sons and your daughters. <laughs> you better hide them because if you see them with them goggles on all day, you're going to know what they doing out here. Woo-wee. The first squirt video. Oh, man. Well. <laughs> That's Doom and Gloom CGA. All right, all right. Do me a favor, hit the like button, man. We almost there. We just getting started. We, we 30 minutes in? Wow. Wow. We got 1,300 watching me on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We got 400, 500 on the Notorious channel. We creeping to 2,000. Just like that. Man, I love y'all, man. I love y'all, and I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all being here every day and every week and all that in the bag of chips ahoy. All right, shout out to Kaylin says, what's up, coach? Any woman who says that women have it hard don't realize that they'll never have it hard. 
or it's harder than men. If a man can't prove for it, sorry, if a man can't provide for a woman, she'll look away even when she has her own money. That's the hypergamy on steroids. Yeah. Hypergamy. We're talking about hypergamy. Shout out to Junior. B says, uh, follow up. I mean to say age. Yeah. What did you say? He says, uh, whoever, uh, whoever gets her last wins, no matter the age. Okay. He says it was a joke. He says, you have to be the biggest idiot to believe that. Yes. Men, Sims win in the end. Well, Sims, you know, Sims thinks they're going to win in the end because there's a lot of sweet men out here. Pause. There's a lot of nice guys. And I talked about this last week about the men choosing the nice guy approach. It's a flawed approach. Um, I would say as a man that is, I've been a nice guy. I'm a little, I'm a little stuck on myself. Pause. I'm a little egomaniac. Um, but you know, I'm a respectful guy. I won't say I'm a nice guy. I've been respectful. I don't, I don't argue for no reason. I don't berate women for no reason, right? Even when they need to be berated, I just look at them like they crazy. I think women are kind of goofy. They kind of silly. Like, you know what I mean? When I look at women, they silly. You know what I mean? So I'll be like, y'all just silly. You know, you silly head. That's how I look at them. They're just silly heads. <laughs> I can't hardly take them serious. You know what I mean? You know, they play and stuff. But anyway, with that being said, it's hard for guys to be pookie. It's hard to be guys to choose to be Glocktavius and Keandre. Right? Right? It's hard to be that because you can't just be Keandre and not get no battle scars. You can't be Keandre and not get knocked the fuck out a couple weekends in a year. You can't be Keandre without catching the STI, right? You can't be Keandre without going to jail. Like, a lot of guys know that in order to be Keandre, he's got to go to jail maybe a couple times in a year. He's got to, you know what I mean? He's got to be in front of the judge at least once every three years. So you can't be Keandre to these holes without having ashy lips, you know? You're going to be in and out of jobs. You're going to be trying to live off of broads. You know, that's what Keandre's do. So a lot of guys just aren't Keandre. You can't just be like, I'm going to be Keandre to these hoes, and then I'm going to be out here being a good, normal, average citizen. Can't do that. Can't do that. Guys know that that's hard to, you know. You can't be Keandre without dreadnoughts. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> I, always, <laughs> I always forget what they call them. Uh, but anyway. You can't be Keandre out here without sagging your pants under your buttocks. But you know what I mean? Like, you can't play it both ways. So guys be like, well, I'm actually a respectful citizen. And, you know, it's hard to be Keandre on these hoes. But Keandre gets a pass. But he doesn't kind of win in the end. But he gets the woman when you actually want the woman. Who wants these old soggy old 36-year-old women? Who wants that? Like, who, who, who actually wakes up and desires to work hard every day? to make a living, to earn, to get your shit right so you can get a soggy woman with two other kids. You know, you're just like, this is my reward? Like, this is my reward for waking up every day, 5.30 in the morning, doing my exercises, eating breakfast, learning how to cook, you know what I mean? Doing the right thing, you know, obeying traffic laws, not going to jail, keeping my credit up. This is my reward. Soggy bitch, you know what I mean? Like... And then the ninjas with the ashy lips, like, ninja, you know what I mean? I'll be getting these hoes. But he can do everything. He can get hoes, but he can't keep a job. 
So it's kind of like one of those things. All right. What do you do for a living? Keandre don't have a fucking job and he in and out of fucking jobs. And so he running around here telling you how to get these hoes by running Matt play a game on the ninja. All right. But he asked you lip motherfucker right here. He an old school player, but you like got a job. You got a career and shit. You don't even have a job. You have a whole career. You got a desk with your nameplate on it. You got an office with your nameplate on the door. And they like Mr. Negro. And Keandre telling you how to fucking get around on these hoes. But this ninja ain't had a job in 26 years. Keandre's ass. Matter of fact, let's check in on Keandre. Let's get take on on Keandre's pappy. All right, right now. Let's check in on Keandre's pappy right here. All right, yeah, man. And the dental plan ain't working for Keandre. This is how the old school players end up right here. I know a little something about anything that most people wish they know a whole lot about. Right. <laughs> now, now, if you're looking for one of them good looking, sweet, talking, cute, walking souls so I can find sugar babies, can I say what I want to say or do I need to cut it off? Say, say, say. Once you meet her, drop that 13 and a half pound, take some sort between them thighs where they beautiful you knock her to her knees and make her beg, please, please. You bend over like a hog and make her squeal like a pig. You shoot the juice to the moose and make her bust loose. And it's got to be a plum pleasing pleasure. And if you leave here and go down Interstate 20, and you find one of them sugar babies with a mattress tied on their back, they'll be saying, hey, 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 it's a beautiful day. Have you seen that old man they call Riley Ray? And I'm through talking to you. Oh, man. Damn. Damn, what happens? You know what happens when ninjas out here running game too long? Ninja don't have no dental plan. Ninja Tifus is all fucked up. He got a rotten Tifus right in the middle of his face. And he don't even have any in between his Tifus. Mm. <laughs> right, Jesus. And by the way, yeah, Wix. I can't ever remember that. Ninja, you can't be Keandre without Wix at least once. That's Keon. That's the Mac Daddy's pappy right there. <laughs> that's the pappy. And that's how they end up. But you never see that part of it. You only see it later on. You know what I mean? And they'll just be like, I got the mouthpiece. That's how they end up. Not with a career. But you're a career guy, which means in effect, you worked hard. Ninja, you tried to obey the laws. And then your, your prize is a soggy single mother. Mm. <laughs> a soggy single mother. That's your prize. Who Keandre didn't let. Never mind. Let's not get into it. We already talked about that. Yeah, man. <laughs> he threw talking to you. Shout out to our brother. Him says my birthday. Shout out to you. It's your birthday today. All right. It's my birthday today. It's my birthday today. He says, I want to thank you for all that you have done for men, including myself. Brother. He says, one day I'll get a ranch. He says, can I get a Kaylee though? Indeed. Yes, indeed. Where's Kaylee at? Show up. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me, they always throwing fits. I like being single, no, I've never been cuffed. These boys want a relationship, but I'm just trying to fuck. Hey, ooh, yeah. JJ Frost, my coworker, just can't understand how I can go on vacation alone. She tried to shame me into taking her friend. I told her, I'm a free agent for life. <laughs> How would you go on vacation? Don't you want to take some excess baggage? <laughs> Not really. I need guys learn to travel alone. There's still people out here that are that are shaming men and going on vacation by themselves. Women go on vacation. Well, not by themselves. They go with other women. But I'm going to tell you, man, learn to travel by yourself first. And then learn that there's 
no reason to take sand to the beach. Now, if she already headed there, you can hop on and tag along. But, man, traveling by myself allowed me to definitely learn who I was. Uh, but, yeah, uh, this is this is crazy. Try to, try to offload one of her single mammy-ass friends. Jay Rago, big difference having a woman at 23 and at 33. Why don't people understand that? Why don't people understand that? Well, well, um, do you do women understand that? Like, you know, when we was young, you know what I mean? When we was young, you know, because I'm an old, old, old sugar daddy. Okay, daddy. The ladies love my daddy energy. But uh, when when I was a youngin, you know what I mean? You just look at that nice supple flesh. You be looking at him, and you be looking at that booty, booga 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 booty. I mean, that's when you want them. When they young, fresh, hot out the oven, you know what I mean? They plump when you cook them. Everything be all nice. Hands be all nice and mm. The skin be just mm. And that's when you want them. That's when all guys want the women. Now, we'll take a Sogmeister. We'll take a woman that got sogged by the Sogmeister. 30, 35. But I consider 30 old for a woman. I'm old school. 30 is old. 30 is old. I mean, even at my age, 30 is an old woman. Like, I'm taking on a whole bunch of bullshit and trauma. By 30, she picked 100 wrong niggas already. I mean, 100. <laughs> right. By 22, she picked only 50. You know what I mean? I'm actually getting her fresh. You know, but men making up for lost time. I mean, I like him. That's just what it is. That's how it is for me, man. That's how I look at it. Old women, you know, they penetratable, but they just lost value. You know what I mean? That's just how I work. That's how I work. Isn't it? That's how most men are. Most men missed women from not, not their age, but most men miss like from high school all the way through college. Most men, I would say, what would you say? 80% of men missed women in that age group. Like you completely missed out. You didn't get nothing. I won't say 80. I would certainly say, well, today's, I would say 60%. Like you missed. Like you, when you was in high school, you just wanted to put hands on hips. When you was in college, you wanted to just put hands on hips. You completely missed that phase. Now there was a percentage of men, I would say 20, 30% of men, maybe a little bit higher. They hit, but they didn't hit a lot. You know what I mean? They had to put in some work. That's what we're going to talk about later for young men. They had to put in work to get a piece of piece of leaf. Like you completely missed it. And then when you get older, as you're aging, 25, 26, 28, 30, 32, they're like, oh, here's your, here's where you're going to hit right here. All the soggy women. And all your life, all you get in is soggy women. Like you completely missed I'm, I'm saying 16 because you were in high school and you was fiending. You know what I mean? You just wanted to, you just wanted to put your fingers on it. You just wanted to touch them. He said the yummy years for real. You missed it. You didn't get no yummy in the yummy years. You get none. So that when you finally get a soggy broads, you get soggy broads, you get a whole bunch of that's you girls. And that's you. You fiending to get some nice supple, you trying to put hands on hips. You trying to make up for lost time. So now you got a soggy woman and you still jerking. Pause. 
to young girls because you never had none. Most men never had no young women in their lives. Mm-mm. Now, I done made up for lost time. <laughs> All right, listen. You know? I done made up for a long time, lost time. I made them for them years. But anyway, without being completely disrespectful and misogynist, I done went back to the junior college. <laughs> I don't have to wait on the bridge and talk to hoes no more and be like, hey, how's it going? I done made up for lost time. And hey, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. I got it out my system. And by the way, you know what is sad? Because I worked on college campuses all my life as a young man. So then I messed around and <laughs> was around college girls for like 15 years. Like, oh, man, this is prison. Couldn't touch them. Couldn't touch them. Not my basketball players, but the, key, the, the, the college girls at the college. All right, that was a little bit painful to watch. It didn't hit me until I was a little older. But I got tired of them Sogmeisters. No Sogmeisters. Them soggy women, single mammies. Oh, by the way, who was on Locals this weekend? Shout out to everybody on Locals. If you're not on Locals, you missed an epic stream. Man, I'm going to tell you, this is the local stream uh, the other day. Let me see if I can put it up on the thing. Who was on Locals on Sunday morning? CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. If you weren't there, I opened up a lot of eyes. All right, I opened up a lot of eyes on what's going on out here. If you think you're getting a lesson here on the Coach Greg Adams uh, platform, the channels, if you weren't on Locals, man, Locals is what is going on. <laughs> locals was going, oh, man, out there, bro. We was out there laying it down. Yesterday's stream, Sunday morning, was complete. it was epic. Epic. So, Coach Greg, hey, what, what's going on here? CoachGregAdams.Locals.com is where it's at. All right, we're going to get into Straggle once nigga beat her. Let's go. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, all right. And we talk about the JUCO. We talk about the junior college on, on, on locals. So it's private, private audience, private group. We talk about the JUCO, and there's no debating of what's going on. All right, I can't show you here what's going on out here in the real world, but I show you on locals and there's no denying it. There's no denying what's going on. I show it to you. Anyway, straggle and sniggle theater. Shout out to the <laughs> nasty boys. Let's go ahead and roll the film here. Um, apparently somewhere in Louisiana, somebody's Nana is out here again. These Nana's is out of control. Let's play the music. Here. All right. Oh, oh no. Woo. Oh, Oh, the humanity. Oh, Mardi Grass. Look at this. She's stripping on the pole. Nana. Oh, these old hoes and skeezers out here. Oh, she done went. Oh, she done got shot. Oh, her. She done had a heart attack. Oh. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the Nana getting beads. Oh, man. This is crazy, man. The Nasty Boys is out here. Oh, that's nasty. Nasty Boys, stand up. Let's go ahead and turn the volume all the way down. And look at her. She can't wait to get that hump back out there. Brothers and ninjas are still going to hit. By the way, I had another Marty Grass video to show you, and I can't show you. Because it was a soggy old white woman pretty much sexually assaulting a black man. All right. In Marty Gras, basically going right for his Johnson. I can't even show them Sogmeister ass on the, my on my YouTube. But take a look at this, ninja. She out here on the pole, man. These hoes is out here. What happened to these hoes? 
What are you doing? Chill, sir. Hey, yo. Old women coming out here, they can be free. All right. Not, look at the young girls. Look, oh, not the babies out there catching bees. They got some little A cup brigade out there catching bees. Nana getting hit. Look at this. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness, man. T send it. Send it. Oh, which one of you nasty ninjas out here, bruh? Oh, man, this woman is a 98 years old out there shaking them hips. Who putting hands on hips? Who putting hands on these hips? Oh, she done got, oh, look at her. Oh, she done caught a heart attack. Ninja, hey, be careful. You can't hit that bottom. You can't hit that bottom. You see her hunchback over there? Ninja's a somebody, somebody, man, some ninja hit that. And how do I know? Well, let's take a look here. I have to turn the volume on here. But apparently, there's a ninja from the Dominican Republic. All right, he got him a mass nasty mastodon. Oh, look at this ninja. Of course, it's a ninja from Dominican. I don't know. He tried to get that green card at all costs. Look at this ninja on both freaking knees. Look at him. Oh, and what is Nana doing? Oh, not this ninja. Oh, ninjas ain't got no scruples. Ninjas ain't shit. All right, look at this ninja. What? Oh, my goodness. Island boys, look at that. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. What is going on? Is this the Dominican Republic? What is this? What in the hell? Mm. Sisters, you got a right to be. Oh, <laughs> ninja, what? Ninjas ain't shit. <laughs> what are we doing? We marrying soggy-ass white women now. That's what we doing on two knees, Ninja, trying to get that green car. What are we doing? And there's, look, there's hyenas in the back. Look at Hunchback of Notre Dame here. This Ninja on one knee. Oh, man, these Ninjas try to get a green car. <laughs> ninja, you can go cross the border in Texas. You don't have to do this to yourself. Where are y'all moving? Topeka, Kansas? You're not going to survive in Topeka, Kansas. These ninjas going to cheat. Black men don't cheat. What are we doing? Oh, look at this ninja right here. Wow. Wow. Look at that. Look at that wide back. Ooh, look at that wide back. He about to be, I always tell you, ninjas love them some big white, white bodies, don't they? They do. They do. I mean, they can't help it out here. It's a fetish from the slavery and plantation days. From the plantation days, ninjas used to be out here. Look, kissing these. Oh, ninja. What? Oh, ninja, man. Send it. Hey. Ninjas got to get something. They got to get it some way. Ninjas going to get it some way. Yeah, we down bad. We down bad. Ninjas got to get it somehow. Don't, don't think they ain't going to get none, all right? Because Ninja's going to get some. <laughs> Ninja's going to get some. My goodness. All right, let's take you. We still on vacation, y'all. We still on vacation. Uh, let's take you to this. Uh, a bunch of black women here on vacation somewhere in Jamaica. Jamaica. All right. Oh, man. What does she? Okay. All right. Get on up. Okay. All right. Oh, no. What in the world? And all this soggy. Look at all these sog bicers, man. No, man. You, I got to get y'all when y'all 19, 20, 21, 22. Look at this. By the time y'all end up 30, just not even functional. Look at this. This is a disgrace right here. 
Man, stay in shape, man. And these women, I know my worth. Bitch, you can't even walk up the rocks. Look at this. Look at this. This is a fail. Epic ass fail. Too much titty and too much ass. All right, you got too much body weight. Knees just failing. Can't leverage. Look at this. Can't get out the water. They got their hair did, though. I wish he would have fell in. All right, come on, ma'am. Look at this. Can't even leverage that big, fat fanny. And ninjas be like, I like them plump. What did I tell you about these plumpers, man? They just non-functional. They just basically recliner meat. What the hell? Look at this. Get your fit, big, fat fanny up there. Can't do it. Can't do it, but I want to go on vacation. Bitch can't even go on no excursions. Man, this is a disgrace. <laughs> disgrace. That's why I stay away from them. Oh, she dick. She can't do shit but lay in the bed. And can barely do that. You put her legs back and her titties choking her. She can't even. I know my worth. It's disgraceful. Disgraceful. All right, let's take you to New York. We going to New York City. We going around the world and nah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go right here. Uh, single mammy says how to keep her kids happy. Probably have a father in their lives. Nah, take them to the movies. Yeah, take them to the movies. But we're going to take them to the movies and not go to the movies. Okay, all right. Single mammy strag video coming in. When you broke and you only have money for popcorn and a drink and no movies, you have AMC rewards because uh. you have no money for the movies. Oh. But you make it happen. You sit, you eat your popcorn, and you drink your drink, and you get another refill. And go home and you go home. Exactly. That's how you do it. No. When you broke and you only have money for popcorn and a drink and no movies, you have AMC rewards because you have no money for the movies. Look at this, man. Look. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. you make it happen. You sit, you eat. You make it happen. You make it happen. You make it happen. Ma'am, can you get with their father? This is a disgrace. All right, you're not making anything happen. You're making them miserable. All right, this is not the struggle story they need. All right, you make it happen as a mama. Right, you take them to no movies. You just get the popcorn and the icy and then go home. And you didn't even pay for that. You got the rewards. Can't even take them to the movies, bro. Get your popcorn and you drink your drink and you get another room. And you drink your drink. All right. Refill. And go home. And you go home. Exactly. And yep, exactly. On her iPhone. All right. On her iPhone. She got enough of that iPhone. And these kids ain't got enough to even enjoy their lives. And we struggling. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. All right. And the reason why I'm not making fun of poor people, I'm making fun of poor mindset. Like they got their priorities completely out of whack. Drove the father out for welfare or child support. All right. And now the kids don't even get the effects of child support. They don't even get the money from child support. They don't even get the money. She pocketed the money and then say, well, we don't have enough. This is how you do it. Get used to having nothing, you niggas. All right. Get, you little negras, you little pickaninis, get used to having nothing. All right, this is the best it's going to get right here. Jesus, this is sad. All right, how many more do we got? Last one. And uh, apparently a viral post <laughs> goes viral. Apparently another straggle. Uh, photos of a five-year-old child performing bazillion waxes <laughs> on adult women's sparks 
outrage. All right, you heard it here first. Social media is up in arms after Memphis spa owner. Of course, it's Memphis. Jasmine Moss posted a video online of her five-year-old daughter assisting her wax. Assisting her wax two dozen clients in her establishment. The mammy of three. All right, I, I, I guess it's the, the vi- oh, this is another video. The mammy of three, who is also a licensed esthetician for two years, has been training her young daughter in their in her field for the last few years. Huh? The, the daughter's five. What do you mean training them for the last few years? Moss not only taught the skills to the child, but also posted videos on Instagram of her child performing the procedures to her clients. The post that garnered the most attention was captioned, when I say I'm passing down deeds and LLCs to my creators, I mean. And this one says, Moss added, my XXX did her thing today. She literally helped me wax 24 clients starting from 725 to 5 p.m. She made a total of $744, and I'm going to put the money towards whatever her future dreams or aspirations are. Moss said the post went viral with many people objecting to letting her kindergarten aged daughter and the women who allowed them to service them. The whole story about Jasmine Moss, a.k.a. Jasmine Body. I think she's I featured her on my show before allowing her small child to wax her clients is wild. How did these clients allow that this poor child needs to be protected and her mammy is giving her trauma that will take years to heal from? Everyone on the registry, and it says right here, there's a bunch of comments that uh, rejected to, rejected this, but here it is. Her name is Jasmine Moss. Apparently, we have a tweet here, uh, and I'm not going to broadcast her, but apparently she has a phone number here. I'm pretty sure she's changed her phone number, Jasmine Moss. Uh, but uh, I do have a photo. I do have a photo. Uh, I've chosen this photo as possibly the only photo I can share. So... Get ready if you're, if you're, you know, I know, I know a lot of people listen to me, you know, on the podcast, but you don't look at the podcast, but I'm going to tell you to look real quick. I'm not going to put the, the picture up very long, but I do have a picture of this uh, happening here. It is on Instagram. Are you ready? All right. Let me get y'all to ready here. Yeah. Y'all ready for this? All right. Everybody pay attention. I'm going to put a photo up of this particular situation. Here we go right here. Oh my goodness, Ninja. Send it. Send it. Oh, 10 toes up, not with the socks on. <sighs> Memphis. Speaking of Memphis, right here. Memphis. <laughs> Jesus. Man, I'm going to tell you, brothers, man, we going down bad. We. This is why you need fathers. In these kids' life. This is why you need fathers in these kids' life. Now, this drag is going on the television, on Instagram, talking about my baby made $744 waxing punanis. Mm. With punani, put dussy in her her face. (laughs) What are we doing, man? What are we... You big dummy. It's getting hard out here, y'all. It's getting hard out here to even rationalize with these women out here, man. This is wild as hell. Anyway, that's Draggle and Sniggle Theater. 
Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? All right, man, do me a favor, hit that like button, man. We gotta get it, gotta, gotta, gotta get it going on. All right. That's y'all straggles out here, man. That's y'all straggles. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, there's no reason for that. All right, shout out to, uh, let's see here. Uh, the dictator says, shout out to, did I get that? Nope, go back, go back, go back, go back. Jay Rago says, big difference. Okay, I already got that, but yes, you're right. Build free, I'm sorry, build free media correction, Atlanta mugshot, mugshots. Oh, I'm going to show that at Atlanta mugshot. I'm going to, I'm going to show her for real. All right, that, that's crazy. When you see that Atlanta mugshot, mugshot district attorney or attorney. The dictator says, shout out to Keandre. He made it through another year to get to his favorite time of the year. He says, girl, you got that income tax check yet? All right, I need that income tax check. PW says, happy birthday and happy President's Day to the coach of all coaches. Shout out to you with the happy birthday. Happy President's Day. AC says, and you know that Team Peace Leave can cut a cigar, coach. Mm. <laughs> Ninja go have me on television. Come on. Especially Ling Ling type. Shout out to I Just Want to Be Rich LLC. Did you hear the former CEO of YouTube's son died at 19? Mm. Oh, no. All right, man. Karma for the monetization of uh, CGA. I didn't hear that. Let me see that. That's terrible, man. I really don't wish that to happen here on people, man. That is sad. Oh, man. All right, he died at UC Berkeley. Oh, boy. Man, I tell you, man. Oh, man, that was just yesterday. Drug overdose. Oh, man, these ninjas. Thank you for telling me that. I I don't wish that on anybody out here. But, uh, you know, there's something to be said. There's something to be said about these drugs. That fentanyl is something else, man. fentanyl, Fentanyl is something else. I don't know why anybody would take drugs. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get why people take drugs. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, they're completely dangerous. You're taking a massive risk. But, you know, when you also have a lot of money, she married. Isn't she the one that married? Maybe that was her sister who recently um, was in the news. I reported about her sister. Didn't she marry the guy that fell on a treadmill? I mean, ninja, I tell you, man. New, 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 new world order. 19 drug overdose allegedly. Yeah, wasting your life. Fentanyl is just too big out here. All right, but guys, I don't know. Get, get off the drugs for real, man. JC says, not me, coach. I hit my peace league quota early, but I struggled in my 30s. Had to disappear for years to get it right. By the way, can you run that twerk nana back? Nope. All right, but yes, um, some guys hit. You know, I, I, I did okay. I was one of these guys I did okay. I've always been okay with women. Like, I haven't been completely satisfied um but um for the most part i've been okay i've never been one of these guys like i can't get any matches and i can't get i'm not one of these guys and i know it came across as that early in my youtube career i just can't be successful with women. I, I never been that but i've also been somewhat um i guess uh my my what was what word could i say for this um yeah 
Mm, I guess I take it for granted. I mean, a lot of people would easily switch places with me, <laughs> all right? But I take it, probably took it for granted. I didn't probably get what I really, really wanted, but I got, I, I've been I've been all right. I've been all right. Now, yeah, you know, I wish I had more. I, I was like Lil Wayne. I wish I could have, I could, I wish I could have what I wanted. You know what I mean? But, all right. <laughs> If I really, really want to have what I wanted, I would have had what I wanted. But, you know, like uh, George Carlin had a great joke about this. George, <laughs> George Carlin, one of the greatest comedians of all time. He's in my top five. All right. I've had lots of laughs on George Carlin. He had a skit called I should have fucked old what's her name. Yeah. Sorry for my language there. All right. And he used to sing a song. I should have never played the game. I should have fucked old what's her name. And I got to the point. Where I said, I'll never think I should have smashed her. I'll just either smash her or not deal with it. That's that's kind of what I that's kind of how I think about it. Like, cause I there was times I passed it up. Oh, I don't want to be that type of guy. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, I'll wait around for four months, you know. Now I just be like, let me just go on a hit. <laughs> All right. So I should have effed old what's her name. Like, you know what I mean? Like in your older ages, you thinking back, damn, I should have hit. <laughs> there were some I was like, oh, you know, my mama going to be home in about 20 minutes. I should have just hit. <laughs> All right, shout out to George Carlin. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was a guy that never really like, you know, I had a lot of mid women, occasionally a hot woman. It's like every guy. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you. For a lot of guys that don't know, it doesn't matter where you are on the scale of Pookie, Ray Ray, Tyrone, and any Pookie, Ray Ray, Tyrone can actually, you can admit to this. You're, you're not satisfied. Like, you know, let's say you're a mid guy, five and below, and you're frustrated in the dating marketplace. You're frustrated. Do you guys know, and if you're fully aware, there are men in the seven, eight, nine, and 10 category, they're frustrated too. Now, that will throw you off. That will throw you off. A lot of men that are you think are good-looking and have what they want, they're frustrated. And the reason why, the reason why, and I had to let people know about this on Locals. I had to let people know. I constantly have to remind you, there's not that many attractive women. A lot of guys, I had to remind you on Locals, because a lot of guys, like, we're all the attractive women at the junior college. Because they're, like, disappointed when I take them through the JUCO. And they're like, wait, wait a minute, we're all the hotties. And I'm like, dude, go outside and just go to the mall. Now, look at all the women that you see. Are, how many hot women do you see at, a, in a, at any given time? Not that many. Not that many. In fact, there's, if you take the bell-shaped curve, there's only a small percentage of high, a highly attractive women and a small percentage of fucking butt ugly women, and then everybody else is in the middle. With that being said, if you have a guy that's high value, you have to understand he's only looking, he thinks he deserves top-notch women, and there's not that many. So you're going to have a guy even that he's successful, seven, eight on the scale, and we use that to get there quick. Seven, eight on the scale. Well, if you think, how many hot women Attractive women are available to him. Not that many. Not that many. You would think it's a lot, but not that many. Much of his success is with middle to average women. 
which most women are sixes. Most of all women are really sixes. And I say that as a bookmark term. So you can get what I'm saying. Most women are not that attractive. A lot of women think they are. Most women have got some star- bullet wounds, stab wounds, saggy titties, stretch marks on them. All right, bellies, lumpy ass areas around, cellulite, average. So they're frustrated with the majority of their easy wins being subpar and par women. Just, all right, enough to satisfy themselves. But then they see in the few attractive women and then a small percentage of men having access to those women. They're either married already, highly attractive women, already married. Okay, they've been selective and picked early. Ring by spring ass bitches, right out of college, picked. Or they're prostitutes. They're on the marketplace. They, they're community property. And they cost a lot of money. Even for Chad, even for Tyrone, cost a lot of money. Like they still got to play the money game. Like every now and then they'll catch one slipping and one down bad and one falling down the rung of the hypergamous ladder. And they'll play that game. 3% success rate running game. They'll get a broken, highly attractive woman. But they'll, she'll be crazy. She'll be crazy. Somebody says, but, he says yeah, damn sixes. Most women are sixes. I can, if you don't believe so, you never lived with a woman. You've never lived with a woman. A lot of people will deny it. Have you lived with a woman? Have you seen her dressed up and in a woman regular? <laughs> regular women, with that, when they wake up in the morning, no makeup, they don't get their skincare routine, they face breaking out. They don't have their eyelashes or mascara on or eyeliner. Most women are fucking average. Six, not many women are past six when they wake up in the morning. And that's a reality. So here's my point. Here's my point. The guys that are you think should be happy in the dating marketplace, they're also somewhat frustrated. They're also somewhat frustrated. They're frustrated by what's going on out here. They're like, what's going on? And you're frustrated, and you're like four below. Four, three, two, one as a male. And they're still frustrated. They're still frustrated. So that's, that's what the reality is all, of all men. And the guys that aren't somewhat frustrated, they got ashy lips. <laughs> all right? So they're not frustrated with women. They're frustrated with life. Anyway. And I say that with all due respect. And by the way, guys, uh, for younger men... Please look at what average women look like. Whatever these women are today, and I say this with all due respect, these women today are not real. They're not real. Just like our money, it's not real. It's just numbers in our bank account. And some of y'all got less numbers than the rest. That The money's not real. Just like the women that you're seeing today, they have a wonderful video out right now that is going viral talking about really black women before the BBL uh, thing, and I've been telling you about these overweight women. The, guys, these are new women. Women have not been this big. I mean, I remember what a fat woman was back in my day. These women are triple the size of these women. Like a fat woman yesterday is a average size woman today. The women that you see on the internet are not real. They're not. Their makeup isn't real. You should see these clown jobs that they do. They put all these lines and then they mix them in. Dude, we used to go to school with plain-looking women. Then you get to the point where these bodies are so voluptuous, I call them cartoon bodies, that you're, we, we become addicted to them because, you know, pornography and 
it's somewhat a cartoon version of Jessica Rabbit, but an out of shape Jessica Rabbit with big titties and big booties, and you expect her tummy to be flat and her waist to be cinched and snatched. Like, and it and it's not like that. And you're like, look at them. They got a fupa. That's what big voluptuous women have. They have fupas. But you're expecting this Instagram model to show up. And you don't realize that, guys, unfortunately, if you're in your 25 and under, you're looking at not real women. The celebrities and what women used to be in the 90s, I could pull up a I could pull up a picture of a woman who was attractive in the 90s, and you would think she was oh, she whack. <laughs> like, because you're used to looking at manufactured women. Filters and fillers and, and makeup and lighting and hair hats and hooligans. Shout out to Tommy Sotomayor and extensions and weave and them posing their pictures. You guys are not looking at real women. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. You guys got to get off the internet and stop comparing for your own mental health. Stop comparing women on the internet with regular women. I think it's unfair. It's the fault of women. It's not men's fault. But stop comparing women on the internet with women in real world. They cannot compete. They don't have the filters. They don't have the ability to pose and snap photos. They don't have the ability to put on stretchy pants and filter out the cellulite, you're going to be disappointed forever if you're comparing women to, to the women on the internet or Instagram. Stop doing this. I've been with girls that are on strippers, OnlyFans. I've seen them on the internet, and I've seen them right there in my bed with their eyelashes drooping like this. It is not the same. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the same woman. And she do the exact same thing as a regular average old woman. She just pull her legs up and open up the pink seat. Ain't nothing special about them, bro. I'm like, this the same bra right here. Look at this. <laughs> With vitiligo on the back of her thigh. I didn't see that in the picture. <laughs> right? This wig cock sideways. She got eyelash mascara on my damn pillowcase. I'm like, what the fuck? After I get thro done throttling them, I'm like, wow, there's ninja simping for this woman online. <laughs> it's like crazy. For your own health. This is why guys that are in the upper echelon, high value men, this is why they're frustrated. Because they are not getting real women. They're not getting the women they want. At all. And that's a reality. So get, get with your health, man. Get your mental health together. Wait, G, 100. Happy Prezi Day, coach. My son unexpectedly said, my dad is a winner. In front of my ex, <laughs> LOL, life is good. Smash that like button for the coaching. Congratulations. You, your son should be seeing their fathers win. Sons should see their fathers win. And when I tell women that, they say, but shouldn't they see their mothers win? The answer is, nope, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. I know you think you're going to inspire your son, but you can't even inspire a man of your desire to tell us how you won. We don't give a fuck how you won. Okay, your son does not want to emulate his mammy. His son wants to emulate the father. If you think about the Oedipus complex in the transition, son wants to emulate dad. 
Now, if he wants to emulate his mammy, he going to be on walking on his tippy toes and selling whatever his, he going to be selling his Duke shoot. So, no, son wants to emulate father. That is the ultimate story, and it's been that way since we've been alive. Riz Khalifa, wait till they find out uh, the doctor they hired for that BBL didn't actually perform the procedure. Yeah, they're going to they gonna fall asleep for sure. Okay. They're going to fall asleep, and then somebody else going to be pumping BBLs. I saw a video where somebody was saying, look at what's in Sasua, and it was the craziest BBL I ever fucking seen. I was like, why are you with these BBLs? Guys, this fat booty thing is getting out of control. I like a good fat ass, but come on, man. Y'all looking at cartoon characters, bro. All right, shout out to I Just Wanna Be Rich. Trump's Air Force Ones are going for $45,000 on eBay. MAGA, I guess he gonna pay off that debt. Okay, he gonna pay off that debt. Shout out to Trump pulling out. He pulling out all the stops out here. He's selling shoes now. He's selling tennis shoes. Tennis shoes. All right, let's get back to the show. Crime and Law CGA. Atlanta, what's going on, man? We need to we need to do something about Atlanta. Let me take you to the scene of the crime. Apparently, we got Fannie Willis and this mother-sucking Nate Wade, Nathaniel Wade, out here, nasty boys. And then we got one of their rogue attorneys out here getting arrested. Let's go ahead and take you to the uh, scene of the crime here. Another busy day in the Fulton County Court as more witnesses take the stand. And District Attorney Fonnie Willis's disqualification hearing what her father told the courts about the death threats against. We don't care about none of this yet. Authorities have arrested a criminal defense attorney on charges she told a murder suspect to throw away evidence. Oh. Good afternoon, and thanks so much for joining us for Fox 5 News at 4. I'm Christine Spiro. Fox, Fox 5's Tyler Fingert has been working on this breaking story throughout the day today. Tyler is live now with more. What can what? you tell us? Yeah, Christine, good afternoon to you. One of the defendants who represents a, a defendant, excuse me, one of the attorneys representing a defendant yeah, in right. the YSL gang case is now in trouble herself. And I've learned that she faces a gang charge herself. This gang is charge. Nicole Feagan. She was arrested today in Gwinnett County, stemming from a September 2022 deadly shooting oh, in downtown Atlanta, not far from Centennial Olympic Park. Feagan is hell? not accused of shooting anyone, but Atlanta <laughs> police say investigators learned she contacted a suspect in the shooting and told him there was a warrant for his arrest. No, no. Investigators say she learned about that during a court hearing related to the shooting. Police say she told the suspect who they aren't identifying to dispose of his phone as police were going to arrest him. No. Detective say Fegan was not representing the suspect that she called. What? She faces two charges, participation in criminal street gang activity and solicitation to tamper with evidence. Fegan represents YSL defendant Tanquarius Mender. Tanquarius Tranquarius. Gotcha, bitch. Tranquarius. Tranquarius. Speaking, police have also arrested Keontae Davis in this case. Keontae Davis. Oh, ninja. Come on, man. Send it out here. The commuters are going crazy. And uh, we'll leave it at that. But apparently this mud shark been on the internet. We're going to show you. This is a woman with a law degree. This is a woman who's representing people in the court. She looked like she was doing a good job, huh? But apparently this whole mud shark been on the internet posting. Let's go ahead and see it real quick. This is her right here. Right here. Don't check my profile. I beat the verdict. Every time we plead, we plead oh. not guilty in the first place. I love my demon in the face. I'm booted up the worst way. She want my savings, so she... Oh, what in the... Wait. 
a minute. Who are Wait a minute. You? This the woman that got arrested. What are we doing here? She said. All right, she. this is how she just posted. This is the defense attorney. Apparently, she got some great internet content here. This is her showing her arrest warrant on the internet, rapping the future. What in the hell? This is her right here, representing Keontae or Levante or Keandre or Glocktavius. That's her right there. Apparently, she probably been taking the pipe from these ninjas, and she got some great internet content right here. Social media reacts to YSL attorney Nicole Feagan's Instagram after being arrested on gang charges. Well, there you go. She does have a nice uh, engagement ring here. She got money, and that definitely don't look like the same woman. Let's go ahead and see her Instagram. Okay, her Instagram is Liddy. This apparently her right here. Gangs and police games at the same time. That shit is weird. That shit is weird. <laughs> People play gangs and police games at the same time. All right. Time. Uh, let's go to the next video. Yeah, proof shit. Oh, now, here's another thing. Oh, if you think you're street and you're about that life. Oh, be about that life. But when shit gets real and you go to jail, that's just what it is. What? Now, if you're not about that life and once you get in jail, you want to bitch and moan and do all that stuff. And you're not about that life. And you should have sat your ass on the side. Wait, what? Oh, my. Wait a minute. Who are you? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is she wearing a bonnet that says what? What does that say? You not about that life? What is she talking about? Proof shit. Now, here's another thing. If you think you're street and you're about that life, great. Be about that life. But when shit gets real and you go to jail, that's just what it is. Now, if you're not about that life and once you get in jail, you want to bitch and moan and do all that stuff. And you're not about that life. And you should have sat your ass on the sidewalk. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, no. Not the oh, not the purse lips. Not the purse <laughs> When white women do the black woman's purse lips, all right, but they don't have no top lip, all right, it be looking funny when they be like, they be like, they be doing the attitude, but they top. All right, what is that right there? Look at that right there. She got the whole strag face going on right here. This is crazy, man. What kind of woman is this right here, bro? Who married this woman? All right, anyway, let me see what she got. Uh-oh. She says she broke. Oh, no. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Oh. Dead, flat, stony broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Not the written out money broke. Atlanta, y'all need to fire all your district attorneys right now. Atlanta need to fire all. There's so much corruption in this department, not with the red bottom heels either. <laughs> what the <laughs> Imagine all your life emulating strags. We need a really, we need to break up Atlanta's legal system. We need to break up Atlanta's legal system. Something is not right. Something smells fishy. What? This is a defense attorney with what? Oh, my God. This is a whole strag. And take a look at this, man. Boy, what happened in Atlanta? She's a defense attorney. Okay, well, break it up. All right. <laughs> break it up right there, right there. She is a defense attorney, so she got money. She got money. And she defending gangsters, apparently. She didn't got arrested on gang charges. Ninja mob ties out here. Man, she got the flat bang yangs on the side, too. <laughs> well. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right, man. It's wild out there in the ATL. 
All right, speaking of wild, we're going to go to, uh, where is this? I don't know what city this is in. Probably Memphis. <laughs> All right, let me see. In Memphis or Atlanta, this is in Minnesota. All right, we're going to Minnesota. Apparently, former Oakdale teacher accused of sexual relationship with student. Mm. You mean rape? <laughs> That's what it would be called if a man did it to a young woman. That would be called a sexual assault. That would be called a grape. She also allegedly purchased alcohol for minors last year. A former Tartan High School special education teacher is charged after she allegedly had sex with the student. You mean grape them and purchase alcohol for minors in 2023. Her name is Ann Margaret Bacon, age 24. Now 24 is getting old. Now 24 is getting old out here. 24-year-olds are banging students now. And it says, uh, uh, age 24 of Hastings is accused of getting into a relationship with her 18-year-old student and having sex with him in hotel rooms and at her apartment and in one of her class. It says right here, according to the school's website, Bacon taught special ed students and was a varsity assistant for the dance team for two years. The Pioneer Press reports Bacon resigned from her job on February 8th. An investigation revealed the former teacher had sex with the student at a motel five different times. She in the Momo from May 8th to July 4th, according to a criminal complaint. Bacon claimed the occurrences happened after the student graduated, but photos from the Momo proved otherwise. Witness, okay, she tried to play the 18. And before he graduated, or after he graduated, witnesses' accounts also alleged Bacon to be having sexual relations with the student while he was still at the high school. One witness also accused Bacon of buying alcohol and smoking weed for and with the minors. And there's a picture of her right there. This is going to be a bigger picture of right here. And take a look, gentlemen. 24 Hi, yeah, yeah. When I tell you, man, these bras getting old at 24, bruh. They getting old at 24. She's smoking weed with one of her special ed students getting ramrodded and throttled and trained at the Momo. Trained. And y'all can't even get a date, date out here. Y'all can't even get a date. And they at the high school getting trained by Keandre. All right, wow. Let me read the rest of the story. One witness reached out to school administrators at the time to report the claim, but school officials didn't follow up due to lack of concrete evidence. Bacon was reported a second time in February due to concerns regarding her working with vulnerable people in her position. When asked about the claims, Bacon initially denied having a relationship. What? Okay. Investigators interviewed the 18-year-old, the 18-year-old's ex-girlfriend who said, he wanted a break before he graduated in May. The complaint says the former girlfriend didn't know the extent of the relationship between Bacon and the victim, but noted that he acted secretly, secretively and hanging out with Bacon. Now, here's what I've been telling you for quite a long time here, and I messed up my banner. I've been telling you for quite a long time that it is not always the person that is the victim. We're going to call him the victim that tells. It's ultimately, ultimately another friend or another, another girlfriend, and they get jealous, and that's how it becomes exposed. I've been telling you that for a while, being that I worked 
in education and these type of situations happen quite often. It is oftentimes a lover, a girlfriend, a friend, a homie, a parent of a friend that exposes this reality. It's not always the victim or the person that is enjoying banging out his teacher. So it was the jealous girlfriend who was probably trying to make him wait for sex. And uh, he said, you know, I think I need some space. Well, he was making space between his teacher's legs. Well, he was a victim, though. You know what I mean? Trying. So he was laying that pipe and he was busting nuts in the teacher. And the girl was like, how come he doesn't pay me attention? That's basically what happened there. Bacon later admitted that uh, to being involved in the uh, sexual relationship with the victim, initially saying it began in July 2023, but then changed their answers after authorities presented photographic evidence of Bacon with the victim in the hotel room. In a hotel room. Oh, my goodness. Trying. Says right here in the interview with police, the now former student told police that the two are currently dating exclusively and he stays at her apartment. However, Bacon denied being in a relationship, saying they were just friends and not in a relationship. Okay, it says right there. What happened? Um, Where additionally, Bacon also go? denied buying alcohol. Law enforcement's collected Bacon's electronic devices. They are currently undergoing forensic investigation. Bacon is charged with third degree criminal sexual conduct in this case. If convicted, she faces up to 15 years in prison and a $30,000 fine. She made her first court appearance on Tuesday and is back in court for a hearing May 20th. There you go right there. And it just, it's going down in the DM. Wow. Yeah. Making bacon. And so really a lot of people say, well, he was 18. So it should have been fair game. Well, when you're an educator, unfortunately you have to go by, um, the standard, which is uh, 18 is good if you're not an educator, if you're not in a position of authority. And if you're in a position of authority and the person, the, the kid either um, was a former student of yours or currently under your authority, or you could be an authority figure and they're 18, but they're still at the school, they're not fair game. And so that's why she said July of 2023, that would be post-graduation. And it's still sketchy. It's still sketchy, and it's going to make people think that, oh, it happened earlier. Just like in the Nafani Mammy Willis case, they're trying to say it's, it happened here at this time so as to make it fair game. If it happens before, it's not fair game. But, guys, dating, these women are out here wild as hell out here in these cotton-picking streets. They out here. In these streets. <laughs> so, yes, you can't be an authority figure and be in a relationship with a, mostly pretty much a high school student. Uh, college is a little bit different. <laughs> in college, it is an ethics violation more than likely. It is not a legal situation. So if the person's 18 and you're a professor, let's say, um, it might be against school policy. It might be an ethics violation, but it's certainly not illegal. All right. So, yeah, it's interesting that you would know that. I would know that because I worked in universities all my life. And uh, that was a topic of discussion. That was things discussed with us on that situation here. All right. Women are a dowry. I'm going to have to find out this original video here by Corey Holcomb. And he's in the video. It is not by him. So let me see if I can find it. Because this is a good situation here. This is a good thing to discuss. And if I don't have it, I might not have it. Okay. Well, all right. I did have it. I'm going to save it. I'm going to copy, paste. Women are a dowry. We're going to take a look at this next section here. 
I want you to, uh, wait a minute. That's not what I wanted. All right, let me see here. Copy. Let me see if I can get it right. Paste. All right, I got it. All right, um, I've been, this is something that I've said, and listen to what he's saying here. And if there's any women, women, are you here? Are there any women watching my show today? All right, put your feet out. Let me see. Put your feet out. Um, anyway, <laughs> women are our dowry. Let's take you to this video clip. This is something that I said uh, specifically about where we lost the mating game. In particularly, we used to have arranged marriages in which women fell under the protection and the order of a paternal figure or a family or a brother. And this was considered ownership because there was ownership. Men had a um, men had a stake in who the woman would marry, who the woman would be passed off to. And in most civilizations, you had either polyamory, I mean, polygyny or monogamy, or you had a situation where the marriages were arranged. All the way up into the 50s, you can actually prove that there were some sort of arranged marriages. Even today in the upper class, marriages are simply arranged. All right, meaning that you cannot come from the other sides of the track. So we got to know who the person is and who their background is. Because women fell under the protection of men. Men had an interest in who she was passed off onto because she had value. And then they actually preserved her value before passing on to a man of value. He owned land. He had money. And or let's just say he didn't have value, but he knocked her up. He had to marry her. You know, shotgun wedding. There was a responsibility. You better make an honest woman of her. Now we've lost all of that because now the woman can just, she could just say what her value is, even though it's not true. And with that, she doesn't have to be pure. She doesn't have to be, have a good reputation. She can get ran through and say, I was just in a tough time in a dark place. She could sell some pussy and then come back knocked up with other people's kids, and then come back and say, I have value. Now, they, since women have been picking their own partners, they've been inevitably a failure at it. This cannot be denied. This cannot be denied. And I've been saying this for years. So women say, hey, we're no longer owner, owned by men. I don't have to listen to my dad. I can pick my own romantic partners. Since then, not only have they been failing at picking their own romantic partners, they also have complained about the partners they picked and let access to them, and their value has plummeted. The standards have gone down the hill. At first, they had to be a virgin. Then uh, maybe one or two bodies. And, uh, and then steadily, these women could come back from selling pussy and then come back and be like, I can be a housewife. Why don't buy nobody marry me? They could be overweight. They could be old. Really, the standards have been sabotaged since women have been picking their own partners. Now, let's go back to this, where this guy's going to describe on the Corey Holcomb show that women, a woman is a dowry, meaning that, uh, let's, let's go ahead and let him explain it. Here we go. Greg, what you got to say? I said, daughter is supposed to be sold off to increase the wealth of the father's <laughs> family. A, wa a daughter is supposed to be sold off to increase the wealth of of a father's family. I'm going to stop it right there. See, it's not about the daughter's happiness. It's I'm going to pass you on to someone else that are that is valuable so that we can increase our family's wealth, family tree. But women go outside and go pick Glocktavius, right? And then bring him in and it plummets 
it basically fractures all the work and sacrifice that man has made in investing in his daughter, right? This is the premise. This is the premise that he's starting from, meaning that's the purpose of having a daughter, not to have her go out here and fuck everybody, not to have her go out here being in these streets, not to have her go out and learn who she is, not even having a career, but that's a whole nother story. The daughter's purpose is to increase the wealth and potential of his future offspring, grandchildren. You see what I mean? So let me go ahead and let me go ahead in. This is, uh, is it Craig? Craig Smith? Craig Smith. Shout out to Craig Smith. A woman is a dowry. A woman so is a what? Is a dowry. In older societies and civilizations, if you, you have to tell us what a dowry is. A dowry is a payment that the bride's family makes to the groom's family. Right for giving them the opportunity to multiply their legacy. So a daughter, well, back in the day, if I was to marry your daughter, I would have to bring you cows, have to give you some land, and we bringing our resources together. So, it, you know, you're supposed to sell your daughters, not into servitude, but into a situation that can increase Everybody the wealth of both families. Right. Not into servitude, but to increase the wealth of both families. What is this brother's name? Craig Smith. So um, somebody said Craig Smith. So you're you're basically doing a double duty. You get a double whammy. The 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 woman gets a possible good suitor, a good mate, picked exclusively for her, not just picked isolated, like the social gathering. Okay, you would be good to them. You guys are from the same community, same religion. And then we get a double we get a whammy over here. We get to increase our wealth. We get to merge families. We get to merge families. Then the son brings the name of that family. You see, it wasn't just in love, I want to pick, and I feel, and we fell out, and we grew apart. It was a merger of families. Okay, see this? Now, let him see if he can break down the rest. The son is there to manage what you've built, take what you've built, and increase that. So a daughter's supposed to bring money in, a son is supposed to maintain it, and take it a step further. That's the real, that's the real purpose of a daughter. That's mm -hmm. facts. People in the Western civilization, right. they don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, they nah, and they don't. And somebody said he goes by Craig Facts, and he's speaking the facts. And we went away with that when we engaged in romance in early dating, large cities, municipal, uh, metropolitan areas, and prostitution, right? Dating and prostitution. So when we get to the, to the next phase down, we're going to see the women starting to engage in the behaviors of having the man do what he just described, right? The man's, you're going to see later on with the hypergamy and women say, hey, um, I, I want to date and make sure he has this. They're actually saying what Craig just said. The man is supposed to manage and build blah, 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 right? This is what women are saying today. Men are supposed to manage, and they're supposed to build, and they're supposed to be built, and they're supposed to have. But the women are not doing their old part. They're coming in ran through. Let's talk about it. This is the truth. And uh, Western society, we went away from this as we, you know, really through immigration and migration and um, bringing in new people, right, you know, in the 1900s. But these people inevitably started off in marriages okay but let's continue here 
No, they they be like, what is he saying? That's yeah. not pimp thinking. That is. They calling it pissy. What I'm that's, saying? That's yeah, culture. Well. That's culture. That's True. family. Now, pimp pimping is a perverted form of that because mm -hmm. what they do is when you pimping, you look for a lost bitch. You know, you're supposed to pray on the week if she lost and she don't know what she's doing. You give her direction. That's different. Dowries are fathers True. who have direction saying, I've built something. I'm going to yeah. give my daughter to another man that's built something and we're going to connect and. Hold on for a second. Let me see here. No all caps in this mother sucker. All right, no all caps. Give me a second. Do something great. That's how you build societies. A woman is not really supposed to be choosing her spouse. Yeah, the family is. That, that, that's really an error in how we do shit in America. Really, the father and the men should be picking who the woman is that, with because yes. a woman is not qualified in most societies to pick mm -hmm. a spouse. They don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, they don't want to. Hey, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I've been saying this for a long time. Okay. Women have been chosen to pick their own partners. And he's saying, and I agree, that women are ill-equipped. They're unable. And we can go back in the last 60 years of data to prove that, in fact, women are incapable of picking their own partners to the point where they're like, I can do bad all by myself. After 15 and 20 years on the dating marketplace, from age 15 to 30, 15 to 35, they have struck out almost every single time. And somebody says he listens to coach. Definitely. We all listen to each other. I'm pretty sure that that I've said, I've definitely said this numerous times, numerous times. And the women that think they can pick their own partners, I look at you and I say, look at your sexual history. Look at your own picking of your own partners. Look at your sexual and relationship resume. It is actually proof. This is a fact. Look at the amount of single mothers who've created children with other men and look at the ability of you guys to stay together through, through whatever, the whoever's fault it was. You still are producing kids and you still can't stay together. So it's a fact that women cannot pick their own partners. They, they're terrible at it. And people knew this. Thus, they said, we probably should pick the partner for you. We should have some input. input. And another fact. Many of the Disney movies revolve around this idea. Specifically, um, Ariel, Little Mermaid, and uh, uh, Jasmine. <laughs> That's all I know them by. Ariel and Jasmine were centered around a woman that is going to be having arranged marriage, per se, but they want another guy over here. They wanted to pick that guy as a spirit of rebellion. Okay, so here we go right here. Right. And so then they say it's stuck. And then they have they have many, many relationships. And it's always the guy's fault, despite the fact that they picked that guy for whatever reason to marry him, to be in a relationship with him, to get impregnated by by him. They pick that guy. And every time they struck out, every time they got it wrong. Think about this. They got it wrong every time. And thus, societies knew that if they let the women pick, 
They're inevitably going to get it wrong about every single time. And the data is there. The data is there. Let me see if they have something else to complete. Oh, that was it. Shout out to a man, a man supporting man, a man supporting men on Instagram. Shout out to him for sharing that clip. All right. Let's give you to the next thing right here. Life was so simpler back in the 1970s. So staying on this theme, take a look at this right here, boy. Hey, look at this. Cinderella, same thing. Yes, yeah, Cinderella, it was inevit- inevitably the woman picked. All right, it was an arranged situation and all of that. I'm still going to do the Disney breakdown here. But life was so simpler then. Take a look at this alleged ad in Vietnam. This is why a lot of these white and black men during the Vietnam days came back with a whole wife. All right, let me get my music going right here. Buy a wife from Vietnam for only 6,000 USD. (laughs) All right, here we go right here. Number one, guaranteed virgin. Number two, guaranteed to be delivered within 90 days. No extra charges. And if ran away within a year, you get another one for free. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, man. I tell you, boy. Times have changed. All right. Guaranteed virgin. All right. How old are these wives? <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you, ninja. Shit was wild back in the day, man. I tell you, this is what women didn't want right there. <laughs> this is what woman. Yeah. Tiger Woods, daddy ass ninja. Tiger Woods, daddy. All right. Buy a wife. All right. Vietnam. All right. What, what, what's the going rate for a wife today? Anybody know? Maybe not be that much. I'll take a couple. Yeah, I'll take a handful. <laughs> I'll take a few ski. I think I got a couple dollars in my bank account to take three, four of these right now. Six thousand, you say? I'll take four at least. I got it. You we guarantee in virgins. All right, boy. I tell you, let's take a look at these linglings. Oh, okay. Ooh, all right. Let me put my music back on. Let me see. I'll take all four of these right now. All right, I'll take them right now. Do they speak? They don't speak? I want them. (laughs) All right, if ran away, yes, uh, I guess another one for free. Oh, I'm looking good right here, Ninja. Where's my money? I got money. (laughs) All right, times were different in the 70s. Times were different out here. Get you a mail order Ling Ling. Mail order Ling Ling. Oh, man, this is crazy. All right, speaking of mail order, uh, apparently now the roles, the roles have reversed. The Chinese are coming down there and getting them some African queens. Take a look at this. It says right here, caption, 36-year-old Chinese dude from rural Henan who never had a girlfriend asked his cousin working in Zambia to help him find a wife. His cousin introduced him to a Zambian girl. He got married after 20 days. Cousin is going back to China to help prepare him, uh, his home for arrival of the bride. Reversal order here, ninja. China buying up African beauties here. And look at that sister. Hey, they coming back. They like, y'all was buying us up. We buying y'all up out here. All right, he said, let me at her. I can't get no pussy over in China, but I'm going to get me an African queen out there. I'm going to get me a bed winch. Let me at her. She about to go home and... Have a little egg food young tonight. All right, let me listen to the story here. It says, Hello, 
就差一个结婚圈。What the hell is this music? And she looked young too. Uh oh, she looked young. He's thirty six, and she looks under thirty six. Right. <laughs> Uh, she looks happy. All right, hey man, I tell you, American women, this used to be y'all out here. And then you get, hey, hey, you give me, give me, give me. How much? Six thousand USD. <laughs> she got her feet out too. I need to check her ID. All right, and look at him out there, ninja. I don't know what they talking about. He got him a nice piece of calico right there. This ninja out there, like, give me a piece of calico. I, yeah, yeah. She don't got that many years on her, I see. Guaranteed virgin? Let me go back here. I guess I guess we got the whole thing here. Guaranteed virgin. Guaranteed to be delivered within 90 days. No extra charges. I wonder what happens if she runs away. What happens when she runs away? Oh, no. Man, this is crazy, man. I tell you. Yeah, we live in a... I'm telling you, man, most societies, man, we, we take for granted our first world nation status because there's still areas where they got to sell off their daughters. <laughs> All right, anyway, boy, I tell you. All right, he about to give her a little bit of that egg foo young. Some young guy, girl. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> this is nuts. He got him one down there, all right? I might go down there in Zambia. Where's Zambia at? Let me see it on the map. Let me pull it up. Zambia. I might make me a trip down there. All right, where is it at? It's next to uh, Mozambique. Oh, it's over here on the... Oh, man, it's on the other side. That's a long-ass trip. That's a long-ass trip. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about here in the bad economics, the hypergamy is on steroids. I'm going to catch up with the Super Chats, but as we see, you know, old time, what used to happen back in the day, the ship is sailed. But what has happened? The dating marketplace is in flux. It needs an adjustment. And now we have predominantly more women than men in the marketplace of work. We have more women than men in degree categories. So women have elevated their status significantly since these old policies of dowries and bride prices and families uniting. Now families are somewhat seg separated, segregated. Families are across country. There's no more building families in one area. There's no need for it. People can chase jobs. So what happens next? Well, we're seeing the marital rate plummeting and birth rates plummeting, but we're still trying to figure out and navigate what happens next. Now, what happens next is that now we're in a reality economic downturn where women are losing their jobs, the jobs that they chased in order to replace the need for a spouse. But a lot of women are either hit the glass ceiling, as they call it, or they're losing these jobs, now ending up in a desperate need for a partner. But what are they selling to you? Are you building for your family? Are you merging families? Are you actually, what are you, what are they finding? And people that say, well, the women want romance and love. We're going to find out that that's not what they want. We're going to find out that that's not what they're looking for. Hypergamy is going crazy in a bad economy. So they're, for the people that say they're looking for love and romance, they're not even looking for that anymore. Wow. They're not even looking for that. Not all of them, but so many women are even overlooking that now. So we've now elevated into a new reality where love and romance aren't top priority. Family mergers are not priority. So what state are we in now with the remaining single people? 
We are in an interesting new world, and I'm going to tell you what it is here new, in a minute. New, 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 new world order. Yep, the, even the love and romance for a woman is not top priority. Wow, we're in an interesting time here. So we're going to talk about that. Let me catch up with these Super Chats and all of that stuff. Hit the like button on these streams. We got 18K, 1800 on, uh, not 18K, 1800 on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Almost 1000 on the Notorious channel. Thank you for being here. And you can uh, Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Vimo Coach Greg Adams CV and PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg, Coach Greg Adams. And I'd be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Shout out to Ezekiel. Says lunch on me at Fixes Binds LLC's cafeteria. We serving barbecue up. It's barbecue in there. All right. We serving barbecue. Thank you, brother. Shout out to Roderick. Says that was a Nashville number 615. Memphis is 901. He's distancing himself. From Nashville, I mean, from the Memphis category. Okay, Memphis, stay in the news here on this channel. Have space. We'll travel. Coach, she's innocent. Let me at her. Flat back. Which one do you want? Which one do you want? You want the strag attorney? Let me see. You want the strag attorney? Pink. You want Miss Peach? Princess Peach? I like when they say white people are white. I was like, they don't look white to me. They look pink. <laughs> All right, no, but... Or they look peach at least. I guess, man. And I don't look black. I'm brown. I like I like the white girls where they face light up like a red. <laughs> when they face light up like when it's red, when you squeeze in their lungs and they whole face light up red, they whole chest be red. You be like, I'm really pressing her out today. Mm. I'm ironing this woman out. Or did you want the teacher flat back? <laughs> did you want the teacher flat back? All right. I got her out here losing her breath. She lighting up like a cotton-picking piece of cotton candy. <laughs> All right, Vimbo canceled me. All right, so there's no Vimbo. Let me see here. I'm going to catch up. Shout out to. Uh, shout out to, we're going to call you Juan. Juan Flores with the, and there's a lot of Juan Flores, so I can say your government name. All right, shout out to him. He says, Coach, you are the vera. Verda. Shout out to you, which is the truth. He says, thanks for the refresher on child support. Reminding a single, no offspring men about the financial pain and mind games that come with us wanting to have a legacy ninjas. He says, we need to hear it again and again. I'm a few years younger than you, but you still out here teaching these men. Young and old, you have me rolling with the Raza. <laughs> The Raza having money for the game, tailgating, drinking, all the gear, but no rent. Laughing my ass off. Indeed. He says, let me get a shout out to my favorite African-American. Keep it going. Happy birthday essay. Shout out to you. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. <laughs> Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? All right, indeed. Yes. They be having all them tailgate money and the carne asada. Us carne asada. No rent money. All right, but they be out here, out here. I'll be selling them tickets too. Let me see here. What do we got here? Yeah, Juan is like John. John Smith is here. Shout out to Kalen says, sadly, coach, the best event for the NBA All-Star game had to be the woke contest between Steph Curry and Sabrina. 
He says, I hate that the NBA has to keep pushing narratives just to cater to feelings. It's sad. Yeah. Um, an, another one of those situations. They probably tried to make it a gender thing. They tried to, they kind of backed away from it for the most part. But then Kenny the Jet Smith got in trouble for bringing up an obvious point that, um, that uh, let me see here. I, I, oh, I did get canceled. Bringing up an obvious point that Sabrina Anescu was shooting from the men's NBA three pointer and she was uh, shooting, well, he, she was shooting from the men's NBA three point line. And then Kenny Smith said she should have shot from the woman's three-point line. Now, if anybody knows, if anybody knows, has anybody ever been on a court where there's been an NBA three-point line? <laughs> right? Um, the NBA three-point line is significantly far. It is far. It is not easy to shoot an NBA three-pointer. You might think it's easy. But when you're used to shooting high school threes where the line lines up on top of the key, okay, and you shoot an NBA three, now you might be able to shoot one or two, but imagine shooting like five of those to 12 of those a game. It's far. It makes a complete, it makes a huge difference. And you got to have good, you know, especially if you've been running up and down the court and you think you about to spot up and then get your feet set, get those puppies set, get your shot right in the pocket. It's, it's not an easy shot. It looks easy as hell. It's far. It's far. So, <laughs> especially when you used to shoot 19-9, and now you're shooting 23, and, and, and uh, especially the top of the key. It's far. Now, the young lady that shot, shot from the men's three-point line, and Kenny DeJet Smith suggested she should have shot from the woman's line if she wanted to do this, and everybody's up in arms. They're like, hey, what the hell? And uh, I don't even know why we're doing this. I don't even know why he got in trouble. It's an obvious. And not only that, Kenny has daughters, and he also has kids that have played high school basketball at least. Maybe a daughter, certainly a son. So he knows what he's talking about here. But I don't think it would have been a fair contest if she got the shot, shoot from the woman's line, and Steph shot from the men's line. With that being said, she still shot a lot of shots in. I mean, she was right there in the competition. She still did well. Yeah, you can't keep your regular form shooting NBA threes. All right, you got to get your legs into it. You got to launch um, and all of that. Macaroni Tony, you ain't lying. A lot of our lust comes from peace leave of the past that we did not get. He says, you delivered me from my red bone addiction. Thank you, brothers. Well, you know, you know, t test everybody out. But yes, a lot of men make up for lost time. You're absolutely right. Shout out to Chris Jericho. M says, CGA, I just saw EYL talking about the simp economy. He says, someone said a girl told him dudes put $2,000 on their cash app before meeting. That's when one of, the, uh, one of them said some of the girls are night trading. Night trading equals the junior college. It's not a secret anymore. And, oh, I hate to be right. Oh, I hate to be right. 100%. So it's happening right in front of us. By the way, people are saying that the ball is smaller. It is smaller. It is smaller, which means more shots are going to go in. In fact, you can fit two basketballs, two women-sized basketballs. You can also fit two men-sized basketballs side-by-side, side, standing over the rim, So if I, which you would never do. 
But if I was standing above the rim, you can t- fit two women's basketballs comfortably in the circumference of the rim. So I could take two women's basketballs, stand on top of the net, and drop both in without even hitting the rim. Two men's basketballs together would either hit both sides of the rim, but the circumference of the woman's basketball is smaller so that, yes, their hands are supposed to be smaller, but a lot of these women's hands are large, and it's a lighter weight ball. Thus, when I have a women's ball, I can fucking hit rip nets. Whack, whack, whack. All right, because the ball is smaller and you have more room for error. That's basically what the point is. You have more room for error. And with the men's ball, if you shoot a lot of women's ball, pause, and you switch to a man's ball, it is heavy. It's heavier, which I coach women's basketball a lot. So I was always around women's ball. Then, pause, then when I go play with guys, I got this big ball. It feels bigger. Pause. Anyway. It's, a, it's bigger. It's, it's that much bigger. You're going to feel the difference. It's heavier, especially if you've been around the women's basketball for a long time. But, yes, you can fit two balls. Look it up on YouTube. You can fit two basketballs in the circumference of the rim at the same time. Yep. Um, anyway. But, um, anyway, anyway, it's hard to even have that conversation. I should have said basketballs. Anywhere right there. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Let me at her. Let me at her. Let me at her. But I used to tell my players that in order to change their mind, I used to say, you can fit two balls in the hoop at the same time. And people would be like, what? And then I would take a rim out, and I would show them when I train players. And I would put two basketballs in the rim at the same time. They'd be like, what? And I'm like, how can you miss? How can you miss? You're only trying to put one of them in there. And then the art is trajectory. So then you teach them trajectory. If I can fit two balls in by dropping them straight in, well, then your arc should be to the point where the ball falls straight in. If I shoot the ball at the rim, it's less trajectory. I'm more likely to not be able to fit the ball in the circumference of the rim. So now you got to shoot the ball up, shoot the ball higher with a higher arc so it can fall into the net. It's all a little teaching here. Mental games. Mental games out here. It's mind games. It's all in the mind. It's all in the mind. Shout out to our brother here. Derek W says, if I had those Apple goggles as a team, I would have been found unresponsive in my room with them goggles on in empty bottles of lotion and tissue paper everywhere. I'm pretty sure. And shout out to, wow, a lot of young guys. Okay. It's a lot of young guys, man. I feel bad for y'all dangers out here because <laughs> Them Apple goggles going to have y'all crazy. Uh, Let me see here. All right, I got that right there. I'm going to come back over to the Super Chats. I got you, brothers. I got you. Be patient. Be patient. I got you. Oh. Yeah, they're here. The Mighty Bull says, keep chopping it up, coach. There's light at the end of those tunnels. We got it. And I skipped some people, but I'm going to get back to y'all. Jerome. What did you got in here, Jerome? Jerome has two things to say with a sponsorship. He says, what's up, coach? I'm like 10 shows behind, and I know this is from left field. I I hate HOAs, but if I buy a house from 1968 for $1.5 million, and the fees are like $63 for HOAs, what's the chance of the HOAs going up? Coach, for 2028 president, 
Shout out to you. The likelihood is high. All right. So your HOAs are definitely going to go up. Um, you can almost bank on it. And shout out to, he says, Jerome also says, Craig Facts broke it down on that show. But yes, HOAs will increase. Uh, you know, yesterday's prices aren't today's prices. Although that is a very low HOA for a $1.5 million property, $68. I don't know what, what it includes, um, but um, they're going to go up. But uh, how far can they go up? All right. I mean, it's already 68 bucks. You know, if you got a $1.5 million property, I can't imagine them going to $600, but I guess give it time. Give it time. They're going to go up, though. Uh, so be be prepared for that. Riz Khalifa says this Netflix special is going to be fire. What, what, the YSL one? For real. The YSL one, for, year, uh, for real. JC says we about to see if Miss Black is about that life. I think she is about that life. Trying. Shout out to John Ellison with the sponsorship, co-sponsorship. Let me see. I'm uh, he says, Coach Gang, I've been a following the free agent lifestyle, and now I'm officially moving out of the community, leasing my house and de trois out and headed to the burbs. About to make 300 k this year. I got money. I got money. He leaving the community with his money. Come on, man. Stay in the hood. Reinvest in the hood and rebuild the hood and help these young kids out. Help these young pookies and Ray Ray see the light. No, not me, man. I got to get up out of that community. I'm out of here. Not happy. No, that ain't it. <laughs> All right. Shout out to, uh, let's see here. Sway. Musa says, I think that's Sway. We're going to call you Sway. Dr. Umar didn't see her a day in his life, but that five strokes. But for, oh, let me see. Dr. Umar didn't see her a day in his life, but for five strokes of his life, he knows to clap cheeks of his supporters similar to pastors. Yes. He, he, I think he clapped them cheeks. All right. And he also says he got exposed to crushing the cookie of a scripper that came to one of his events. Then he released. And he says, but he wants y'all ninjas to marry I think you mean right here. I don't know what that says. And you said it contradicts his message. Oh, by the way, um, any guy that you see that is a public speaker where women are involved, like women come to see where the majority, slight majority of the women are coming to see you. I'm going to tell you what. There's a high chance that that speaker is clapping cheeks. I'm just talking about it. There's a high chance that that speaker is clapping cheeks of the people who come to see him. It is only, only, I don't care if that speaker is married. Okay, so he gonna be clapping cheeks. And then Dr. Umar's not even married. But he's out here race hustling ninjas. And Derek Jackson, uh, it doesn't matter. They gonna clap them cheeks. It's, it's only, it's what men do. It's what we do. You're going to have to be a very strong man, a very strong man to be preaching in front of an audience of people where women are celebrating you, cheering you. You go, boy. I've been to a conference where, where there were women there. I didn't say I clapped any of their cheeks, but they were, they were friendly. Let me just say that. They were friendly. Not all the women. Just It only takes a few. It only takes a few. And it only takes a few. And then most of the time, you're at a hotel, you're at a venue, you're away from home. You're going to clap them cheeks. 
You're going to clap some cheeks. All right. Now, yeah, it's just a, it's just what comes with the territory because <laughs> you already a hero in their mind. It's like a celebrity. It's like a, a performing artist. You're a hero and you're seeing people celebrating a guy. Women get aroused by this. Like nothing arouses a woman more than a guy being cheered on and celebrated. So they're going to give up the cheeks 100%. They're going to give up some cheeks. Now, you do have to be very careful in this time. I'm not telling you to do it. You have to be careful. But even church reverends, um, pastors, it's hard to overcome. It's hard to overcome for any guy. Uh, but it is what it is. They're going to clap some damn cheeks. <laughs> All right. Come on, sister. What you got for me right here? Oh, you done brought me something? Thank you, sister. And then you give her a hug and she whisper in your ear, take me, I'm yours. Baby, I'm yours. You're going to clap some cheeks. The mighty bull keep chopping it up, coach. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Doc Note says, coach, here's another donation to the kidnapping and ransom. Shout out to you. Your breakdown on why women lie was epic. Now I understand these straggles. Yes, women's lies. A couple more. JC. Sorry, Lurker says Daily Wire still trying to sell dead marriage dreams. They are and haven't fixed nary one law. Not one law. They haven't, they, haven't, they haven't solved one of our problems. Last two, JC, other than comedy, I never heard Craig talk serious. All right. And he says them ninjas going to be making egg fool Joloff. I messed it up. Thank you for always throwing me a curveball. Q Time says, He's showing support. And I'm going to get back onto the show. Delta Fox, you're going to be next on the next one. Okay. Shout out to you. Yeah, man. When you become a celebrity, it's a very, very tough thing. Now, in my opinion, this is my opinion of this. Women have been very calculating and somewhat have messed up the game, right? Because they think their punani is the most important punani. You guys have got to understand, let's put on our female cap, not a wig. Let's put it on a woman's cap. Women think that their punani is the best punani. They think their punani is magical. They think only their punani, their punani is um, a head and shoulders above the rest. Now, there could be some that feel better. There could be some that men are more attracted to. But really, they punani doing what every punani is doing. You know, bleeding a couple times a month. You know, leaking. You know what I mean? Getting a little moist. Stanking. You know what I mean? Kind of doing growing hair, mustaches, and beards. It's down there percolating just all day. They just sitting on it just. And women have a, a problem. They have a complex that is somewhat narcissistic, which makes them believe that they're better than other women. They're like, I'm, the be- I'm better than all these other women. Like, I'm the prize. I'm the queen. I'm, I'm a 10. They have this idea that really just throws their whole game off. No matter who the hell they look at. Like, they look in the mirror and be somewhat, somewhat, um, somewhat disillusioned as to who they are. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Like, you look at yourself and, like, I'm the best of the best. And everybody like, like, damn. And look at yourself like, wow, you're absolutely mid. But they're like, I'm a 10 and I'm that bitch. And you're like, <laughs> all right. So with that being said, they participated in actions and activities by their own choice. And then later on, because they didn't get what they wanted from it, a.k.a. they were selling something more. They're always selling something to you. 
They're always upselling you, just like a stripper. A regular woman is no different. They give you a little bit of access, a little bit of possibility. They give you some. They let you put a little digit, let you kiss on it, let you touch on it, let you beat it up. And then they're like, okay, now that you've done this, I want more. Okay, if you want more of me, X, Y, and Z. If you want to marry me, if you want to, they always upselling themselves. The problem with this is some women have been indiscriminate as to their activities to give it to men with social proof. All right, I know he has a girlfriend, but if, if he had my punani, he's going to give his girlfriend up. They try that. If I give him some, he's a celebrity. If I give him some, then I'm going to get celebrity life or I'm going to get, he's going to be my, he's going to be only for me. He's going to give up all his hoes for me, right? This is their defo- disillusion. So I know he gets other groupies, but if he gets my punani, which is the prime punani, then he'll give up all his groupie life and he'll only fall in love with me. Disney movie shit. And the problem is they're playing this game and they inevitably lose in this game. They find a guy's social proof status and they give him the punani and it's not magic to him. He busts his nut and then he's like, I'm done with it. Thank you very much. Slap you on the ass. And then they go back home like, wow. (laughs) They get miffed. So this is where false allegations and he did this and, you know, he dookied on me. He trafficked me. He abused me, beat me up. He took my cookie. They start going crazy with it. And you're like, you opened your legs to someone you knew had hoes. And you thought that piece of pussy was going to keep him. Like you, you, you made the choice. You knew what you was doing. (laughs) So now the guy who asked that, it's got to be brought down because of a disillusioned woman. She didn't really evaluate himself. And she threw herself at him thinking that magic cookie ride was going to be like, oh, wow. You were unlike the other thousand women I've had. Just. And he liked it and he finished all in my tonsils and he was doing this. You know, they describe every part of the event, too. And he did this and he choked me a little bit and I liked it, but I really did. And I was confused about it. He pulled my hair, pulling on my pulling, pulling on my hair. He buttered my tonsils. He painted the room. He finished. He skeet, skeet, skeeted to the window, to the wall. Still sweat dropped down his balls. So all the emails crawled. He did it. And then they was like, he was enjoying it. He finished. He went rounds. Then he kicked me out. Then he didn't want me. Then he left me. Then he left me high and dry, leaking on the sheets. He let me order room service, but now I feel a whole lot of regret. And you're like, so you're, so you're just, you're just another piece. You were just another piece. (laughs) And I did it for one year. Two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, and then I took a break. And then I did it for seven years, eight years, and then I left. And then I came back, and I did it for nine years and ten years, and I'm done being a victim. You're like, (laughs) just looking at her like, wow. Like, this is what you arrived at. He tricked me, manipulated me. He sent me around the world and nah, yeah, yeah. He passed me around to all his friends. He paid for all the hotels, all my clothes. Ninja paid for all the damn trips. 
I flew on the planes. I drank all the drink. I ate all the food. And I was a victim the entire time after 22 years. <laughs> You're like. Yeah. Looks like you made a lot of decisions on the way. But it is what it is. But yeah, they have a complex of where they're like the they're they're Punani. In fact, how many Punanis they got on, on planet Earth? Four, four billion. Hers is the best. Mine's is the best. And you're like, oh, so my, my, mind you, you're a celebrity. You're, you're like a, a, a celebrity on a small campus, a basketball coach. You're a football coach like at Michigan State. You're a performer. You're a personal speaker, like a, a speaker like uh, Dr. Umar. And she gave up the guts, and here she come running up on the stage. <laughs> now, now. She come running up on the stage talking about, and you didn't even leave me aftercare. Like you knew what it was, but they're going to act like they didn't. This is called plausible deniability. Yes. So we have to really be discriminated. This is why I've been telling y'all, Ninja, it's just pay up front. Pay up front. Free, free, free sex is very expensive. It can be. It can be very expensive, so really think about it. I know it's hard to turn down free sex, but free sex has a price to it. Free sex has a price to it, and you don't even know what the price is. It could be free, or it can be, it could set you back 25 years in prison. It could set you back $30 million. Free sex. It could set you back 10 grand and, and 10 days in the pokey. It could set you back 18 years of child support. It could set you back a crazy bitch stabbing your tires. It could set you back a leaky salami. Free sex is very, very, very misleading because in my opinion, no woman gives sex for free. There's always something attached to it. They're always going to sell you something again. Right? It's, it's vague. I'd say it's a blank check. I mean, most of us, she never cashes that check. She never writes in the total. Sometimes we get away with it. But even to the point where she says, okay, now we're friends with benefits. And after about three times that I've had sex with the woman, I'm kind of done with her. I'm like, no more. But now she's hooked. And now she's like, don't ghost me. You can't ghost me. You can't make me feel like that. You can't use me like that. And you're like, oh, shit. So now you're stuck. <laughs> now you're stuck with this broad. You got to keep banging on her. And you want to try to get rid of her. She's like, I want to see you Wednesday and Saturday and Monday. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's just like, okay, you're, yeah, I'm mine. You're mine. You didn't hit that bottom. I didn't give you some. So that comes with, I'm coming over here a couple more days a week. You're like, oh, my Lord. So that is. The problem with it. That's what comes with free sex. Now I got to lie to her, sneak other broads in. This is why you never, this is why you never sleep with neighbors. You never sleep with women in your apartment complex because it's going to mess up your game. Women stalk you in a variety of ways. They stalk you. He says, I ghost them. Yeah, ghost them. I'm just saying, you're going to, that's a check that you're, you're, you, you signed. So when you ghost, all it's going to take, gentlemen, and you're going to experience this, you keep ghosting women. 
And that shit is going to come back and bite you on the ass just one time. We've all been there. A lot of guys haven't been there. You keep ghosting women. That shit going to come back and bite you. And when it bites you, all it takes is one fucking chomp. One chomp. You're going to ghost one too many broads. You're going to ghost the wrong beach. And she's going to make you pay. <laughs> so be careful with that ghosting shit. That's bad juju. In my opinion, ghosting women is bad juju. Especially women that you have sex with. So you better get your shit right with them. Because ghosting women is bad juju. She will come fuck your life up and will not care. Okay. <laughs> so please don't do it. I mean, you're writing a blank fucking check on these ghosting things. So don't make a good practice of that. Meaning that she better not know where you live. She better not know your government name or your last four, your social security number or your birth date. Be careful. <laughs> it only takes one Ghosting the wrong woman to fuck your whole life up. Just letting you know. Anyway, these are my lessons to you. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just telling you. Keep playing that game. <laughs> you going to ghost the wrong gordita, and she going to come flame your shit up. Have your whole smoke alarms going off. <laughs> we, type, we say aftercare over here. We say treat her as well as you can. Really don't mess with her if you're not sure about her. But then afterwards, always treat her the best as you possibly can. Because these women come back with a vengeance. <laughs> Showing up at your job, following you. Oh, by the way, I'm just telling you here. Women take, they listen to what you say, guys. They listen to what you say, meaning that they'll listen to you. What's your birthday? How old are you? What city do you live in? These are all vital pieces of evidence. <laughs> you don't even have to tell her, okay, the date you were born. Oh, wow. And what city were you were born? Where'd you grow up? She won't say it like that. Oh, where'd you grow up? And you'd be like, oh, I grew up in Tupelo. No, but where, where are you from? Oh, I was born in Baltimore. She wrote that shit down. Baltimore. Birth city, Baltimore. Oh, when's your birthday? What's your sign? What? What's your birthday? I was born in April. April what? My, my sister's birthday is in April. Really? April 13th. Oh, my sister's the 15th. April 13th. Mm. How old are you? I think I'm older than you. No, I'm, I'm younger than you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How old are you? 36. 1985. Mm. She got your whole shit. All she needs is your last four digits or the, the, the three-digit code on the back of your credit card. <laughs> That's all she fucking need. That's all she need. Last four digits, address, birth city, it's a wrap. That's all the info, and she'll get more. How many siblings you got? What, what's your mother's maiden name? She'll get all that shit. <laughs> she go get all that shit. And they use it. They will get your work schedule. They will get your custody schedule, and they will know that shit. Like, if you ever had that 50-50 custody, and she'll disappear. Oh, I got he got his kids this weekend. She won't say nothing. Next weekend, hey, what you doing? Oh, I think my kids are coming on. Didn't you have your kids last weekend? That's another example, bro. That's another fucking example. She keeping her, your schedule is in her brain. 
Oh, I thought you said you didn't work on Friday nights. I thought you said you weren't going to football on Sunday. She, fuck it, they're, they're stalking you. So whenever they think you're going to have some free time, that's their free time. That's their time. And the minute you got, oh, well, uh, uh, <laughs> they, they freaking stalkers, bro. And those are the free sex women. Those are the free peace leave women. That's what they do. That's how you pay. That's how they make you pay. By stalking your monkey ass. <laughs> this is just letting you know, brothers. They super duper scary with this shit. And when I see it, I'm like, oh, fuck. They drive by your spot and see if your lights are on. Just letting you know. That's, that's what free sex is. The ones you pay up front don't do none of that shit. They just wait for you to call them or they call you. Can I come through? Uh, but anyway, please, guys, please, guys, take care of yourselves out here. Let's get back to this part of the show. Well, this part of the show is. <laughs> yeah, my, my man said monk mode. And if you don't believe me, I don't know what to tell you. If y'all don't believe me, I don't know what to tell you anyway. Uh, yeah, don't tell her what you do or where you work either. She will show up and drive past that mother sucker. 100%. They, that's how they do it. That's their life. I know people think it's crazy because you're going to call her crazy, but that's what they do, especially if if they gave you sex for free. That's what they do, <laughs> right? And then they want two days a week and three days a week. And you're, oh, yep, don't let them know your social media. She watching your Instagram stories. She just happened to bump into you. They are, they're, they're wild with this shit. All right, anyway, let's get into this. Bad economy equals hypergamy. Let me give you some videos here. We're setting up the context. We're going to start with this sister gal right here. And because we're in a bad economy, we're no longer in women as diaries. We're, we're, we're basically getting women with value. That's what we're getting. We're not getting her family's value. We're just getting her as a piece of value. We're not getting her value as to have a preserved value. We're getting her perceived value. The value she subscribes to herself. I say I'm val this valuable. Where somebody else can vouch for her. Yeah, she's that valuable. Yeah, she's that good. Yeah, she's a good lady. Yeah, my daughter's great. My daughter's untouched. She basically gets to say what her value is and say, well, this is what I'm offering you. All right. Uh, this woman says right here. She says, let's see what she says here. I just saw a video of this girl post a screenshot that she sent to her boyfriend of some shoes. And she was like, should I get these? And he was like, no. She was like, why? And then he sent a screenshot back. He was like, shipped. He bought them for her. And I was like, damn, I want that. I'm like, damn, like, I've always been single. Like, when's my turn? That's a delusion. I can't let myself say that dumb shit no more because I can have that. I definitely can't have that. There's literally one guy out there, specifically, who will give me the world, but I don't want it. <laughs> I don't know why I don't want it. I should want it. He would give me, <laughs> that man would bring me the moon if I asked for it. I know he would, but I don't want it. <sighs> Something's wrong with me. <laughs> well, I'm glad she realized, I'm glad she realized it at the end. Something is wrong with me. This indeed is the conundrum of the woman. Hypergamy is raging inside of her. She also has a feeling of, I must connect with the guy. 
I must like the guy. Well, then again, let's go back. The women are diaries. These things would not be present. These are the things that she would not have to decide on. Somebody would make this decision for her. We left that age about 140 years ago, even in America. We've left that time. That's old stuff, right? We're, that's, that ship is sailed. We really left it really around the 1950s in many, many areas. But, you know, you could go back and listen to your, if you have grandparents that were alive in the 50s and 60s, a lot of them, their fathers chased dudes away. Uh-uh, not DeAndre, no, not DeAndre, not, not Reggie. Let's give them some 1950s names, some good old slave names. Oh, Reggie, uh-uh, no, you can't be with Reginald. Reginald is, uh, Reginald is uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that type of guy. No, Reginald come from the wrong family. So dad would chase Reginald's ass off the block. And then say, you can go with, uh, you can go with, uh, damn, I missed his name. You can go with Andre, not Key Andre. You can go with Andre. Yeah, Cletus, you can go with Luther. Yeah, go with Luther. Luther's good. Reginald bad. All right, so <laughs> some old names. Nathaniel. Clarence. Ooh, Clarence. Yeah, you don't mess with Clarence. You can go with Nathaniel. <laughs> and Leroy and them. Stay away from Leroy's ass. Leroy is one of them dudes. But you can go with Winston. <laughs> That's how it used to be. So even then, the dads would say, uh-uh, you ain't come around my daughter. Don't come around my daughter. And they would chase the guys away. And then they would say, Winston's a good one. Yeah, go with Winston and Frank and them. So you see the difference is we still had a dowry system where dads were responsible for the daughters and then you romp around in the hay knock knock the daughter up i'm gonna have to go see you i gotta have to go see your ass all right reggie you knocked up my daughter you knocked her then you have to go see daddy and then he come with the shotgun all right make an honest woman out of him you see what i'm saying there still was a sense of this back in even going in the 50s and 60s if you will 70s everything started to flip out with that being said here this young lady is confused well, I want a guy that I can text to say, hey, I want these shoes. And he says, no, baby, I got you. That's a wet dream for women. Not all women, but it's a wet dream. They also would like to be attracted to this guy, which is a conundrum. So they have a bad economy. They have a need for things. They have a need for a guy that in their mind, they think they deserve. I deserve what this other girl has. I want that. In a sense, there's some women that say, I have my own money for this, so I don't want this type of thing. But she still does say, I want him to be able to, at least, because I don't want him to not have the ability to do so. Even though I have my own money to buy my own stuff, it would be nice every now and then if he offered. And I have to be sexually attracted to him. So these things are actually creating a situation for men. They're putting unrealistic expectations on men that cannot afford or refuse to do these things. I refuse to do that. However, the scent marketplace is putting men in a position to do these things. So we must be aware that, as she said, she knows a guy that would give her the moon, a.k.a. friend zone, Simp Charlie. She probably would do it and may consider doing it at some point. Problem is, she doesn't want that guy. 
and he will do it, and that men in her men that she likes won't do it. In a sense, you would think that if the economy is bad, that they would recognize the signs. They would say, damn, people getting laid off. Men are struggling financially. More women than men are in the workplace. More women than men are getting degrees. Women almost are closing the gender pay gap. But inflation's kicking families' asses. It's kicking women's asses. It's kicking men's asses. Technology is replacing a lot of human jobs. You would believe that they would have the wherewithal to say, let me, my, let me tighten up my belt. Let me help a man. Let's team up and grow. It's the opposite. They're actually seen in a situation of desperate need of all people in America and the world, and they're doubling down on hypergamy. They're doubling down. They're like, oh, there's, there's simps that are paying for stuff. Let me consider that as an option, at least temporarily, or at least let me try it. Not going, oh, you know what? We have an onus in our society as women who make more money than men or at some point in that age group, women between the ages of 18 and 30, almost gen- there's almost no gender pay gap. In some instances, they make more. I actually used to show a chart. And they have the earning potential to make more in that age group. And they're also saying we're not going to contribute to help. We have our own bills and our own problems. Where's the guys that are going to order shoes from us and take us on our own dates? All right, we're going to continue here. So the hypergamy is running rapid, and it's putting young men in a situation where they have to choose, should I simp or sit this one out? All right, which is a tough situation here. Let's talk about this woman here. Um, This young man here, he's going to talk about dating in Atlanta. Dating in Atlanta. This is from the real D.L. Hughley, which is a guy I really don't anyway. Sometimes he has Trump derangement syndrome and it's outrageous, but hit the like button. Happened in your dating experience to where you're now like, yeah, it's a lot of pressure on black men, specifically dating black women. And I love black women. Social media and the culture has put a lot of pressure on us. This could be just based on environment. Mm-hmm. Um, when I moved to Atlanta, you know, women here are very entitled. Mm. Um, it's, and listen, I'm not blaming anybody. So I don't want this to turn when into When you say that. entitled though, break, what does entitled um, mean? I'll say financially entitled. I feel extreme pressure. And I get hit on by white women. I get hit on by all kinds of women. But when I get hit on by black women, I even immediately feel this entitlement of I got to pay for something. Mm, wow. I got to pay your rent. I got to help you with your car note immediately within two weeks. Or I got to, I'm just saying what I've experienced. I'm not saying that's every woman. Nowadays, if I take somebody on a four hundred dollars <laughs> immediately, and I don't even drink. So if she drink, that's a couple hundred. If the hookah is 45, dessert? lamb chops is 50, dessert. Mm-hmm. So by the time VIP or Violet, I was just getting ready to say Violet. So we didn't spend $400 for me to see if you like me. Say that again. Mm. So it's like I'm spending and I'm spending, I'm spending. That's just the first date. You want to go out again. So I didn't spend $1,000 on three dates just to see if you might call me back or maybe text me back. And then because you're a beautiful woman, if you don't like me, you can go get the next man to do the same thing. What happened in your... All right. um, You heard that one down there. And uh, some, some men who don't have enough wherewithal to compete in the marketplace, some men don't have the wherewithal to go to the junior college. Some men don't have the wherewithal to be Pookie, Pookie, right? Or Glocktavius or Keandre. We talked about that earlier. Men that really 
can't be that guy or they're like, hey, I got a future ahead of me. I can't be out here messing with all these women and committing crimes and wearing dreadnoughts and wigs. Like, you might be a straight-laced guy. So he can't take that frame. He can't. He's a career guy. He can't be out here cold approaching because he has a reputation. He is a guy that refuses to pay up front. I don't want to do that. He might be a religious guy. He might say, I'm dedicated to black women, which I think is foolish to me. I think you're out of your fucking mind to just say, I just want black women. Now, I might say I like black women as a preference, but I certainly ain't going to pigeonhole myself to just one single race of women. Hell no. But that's just me. I have no loyalty to any graces of women. But anyway, because you're doing that, you're giving him a sense of scarcity. He's in scarcity mode because he's dealing with a small population of women. And then he's dealing with the small population of women that he probably likes. And then because they sense his scarcity, then he pays $400 for a date, which I think is egregious for any amount of first dates, certainly a second date. Now, if you choose, hear hear me out, you can choose to spin that, but you better know what what game you're playing. You better know what game you're playing, meaning that you could just part ways with that money. I don't care, but that's really reserved for women that you know what you're getting, women that are your girlfriends or women that are your wives. If you're complaining about valet, complaining about paying $400 at the end of the day, if you're complaining about it, saying that this is the marketplace where you're engaging in number one scarcity, number two, in the ultimate hypergamy, the economy is way too bad for you I don't know what his name is. I don't know who he is. All right. But you're actually getting into a situation where your scarcity is forcing you. This is the simple economy. Your scarcity is forcing you into this performance. It's downright silly. No woman is entitled to or should be suggesting that she should get $400 dates. This woman is incapable of dating if that's where she is, but we're dealing with hypergamy. We're dealing with a bad economy. So women are choosing to do this and seeing just like this previous woman. She's seeing if she can get guys to do this. This is, this is not a requirement for dating. It's a requirement for prostitution. Well, I could get it. And so she's playing the, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to get guys to take me out on dates. Um, it's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre, but you would figure that they would actually realize, these women would realize we're not in the best economy. Why would I force a man to put $400 in me um, two or three times and then not invest in that guy, not invest back? In fact, you're also seeing women just saying, hey, I want a relationship with you after this duty of performance, right? After this burden. This is an extreme burden for a lot of men who don't know what to do. You're going to see it again in in more men. They don't know what to do. So either they go get cheap women and fall in that lane. They'll get cheap women or they'll try to be Keandre to that woman or they become frustrated and then they tap out. They they, They actually expend more resources than they need to and they tap out. And then they feel used and abused. But I'm telling you, a lot of guys don't see where they're going. And a lot of women are saying, I want this, but I'm going to give you nothing to the point where you give a woman two or three dates at $400. 
And if you get into the relationship with them, them bitches don't do nothing but sit there, sleep, and motherfucking eat. This is my question. I'm dating you. I take you out, trick or treat your ass. You say, well, let's get into a relationship because you see value there or you see simp economy or you see something there. I guess I can be attracted to you. And they don't do. Somebody says, coach, you're expecting women. Bear with me, sir. You've been with me long enough. Don't type stupid shit in there because I'm going to block you. You better send me a super chat for saying stupid shit. And your name is Maurice Anderson. Let me do my fucking show. Anyway, I'm, I have to do this to explain. Now that you interrupted me with your stupid shit, if you don't send me a super chat in five minutes and it must be $20, I'm kicking your ass off the stream. Okay. Back to my point. Back to my point. Here's the thing. With this being said, these women then get in relationships and do absolutely nothing. They do absolutely nothing of value in returning back to that man. Do you hear what I'm saying? So when the next time she comes over, the next time she chills, the next time you go on a date, that bitch don't do nothing but sit there. Sit there and look pretty. Sit there and look stupid. Sit there and talk to you. Bitch don't go up and make no eggs. She don't scramble no fucking eggs. She does nothing because you have no leverage. You have no options. You have scarcity and she sees it. And you're now dealing with a woman who just sees you and comes over and chills, gets value back to you, returns no value back to you to him. She just takes, she takes, takes, takes. No value, no effort, no assistance, no help. And all you did was fuck her, barely. It's wild, but that's what you're getting when women are in a bad economy and just exercising hypergamy. That's it. So when you start asking them to do stuff, they look at you funny. What? Do this, uh-uh, what, no, what, uh Because why? You paid into them without asking them to do something. So then they want to sit around and hang out. No, bitch, I ain't sitting around and hang out. I, I paid you this so you can leave. Then they feel a certain way. This is what's happening there. These women are in parasitic relationships, in relationships out of necessity. That's what they're doing. And it's a sad part with most men. Let me show you how women are treating men today. So, okay. A lot of women used to turn down men. A lot of women used to turn down men. Anybody remember these times you would approach a woman? Not all women are doing this. I hate to say that, and I hate to preface that and paraphrase. But a lot of women are doing this. These aren't just skits. You're going to see a skit. But. Women used to turn down men. Today, if you walk up to a woman, she might say, well, I'm not interested. Then you'll proceed to talk to her. Then she might offer you back. Well, 
if you pay me some money, then we can talk. Let me show you some examples. All of these are skits, but men are living this reality in the simp economy. Men are living this, meaning that they used to say, "Mm -mm, go. But what they're now doing is if you talk to them, I showed you several videos of this, and men can vouch for this. If you say, hey, you jump in their DM, hey, at the grocery store, women are saying, well, why aren't you paying for my groceries? You see what I mean? They're finding a way to keep you into it. Let me go ahead and show you. We have three videos that relate to this subject matter. Three videos. I'm going to show you this one because you guys will be certainly enticed by the young lady in this video. Uh, remember, these are possibly for, for certain skits. But let's start. Yeah, this is definitely a skit right here. All right, so here we go. Take a look at this ninja meat in the building. We got ninja meat. So this guy wants to approach this woman. Now, again, it's a skit, but we'll go ahead and roll it. Uh, let's see. Where's the value, Matt? Hey, how you doing? What's your name? I'm London. I'm Sydney. Sydney? Yeah. Okay. I just moved. I heard. Can I have a conversation with me real quick? I'm good. I mean, what you mean you good, though? I'm going to be ready. What's up? I'm just... You can't stop? Hold on. Just stop. Talk to I'm me real quick. I'm interested in some money. I don't really care for where you're from. None of that. I just... I can't hear you. I just want some money. I don't I mean, really care about where you're from. None of that. Like, I'm just trying to get some money. All right. And so this is a common conversation that a lot of people, certainly men, will be afraid to admit. All right. Because women are out here hungry. Women are out here starving. Women are out here broke. And one thing that you might say is, well, coach, they got wigs and eyelashes They and clothes. They certainly don't look broke, well, that's the one thing they'll invest in because that can actually turn into some money. So they're not going to go without makeup. They're going to use that makeup to possibly turn into some dates and some money, all right, or maybe find a baller. So she's like, I'm not really interested. I just need some money. <laughs> I mean, guys, there are people in the deep, there are people that are, that are men that are afraid to admit, but they're getting these responses back from women. They're getting this back. All right, let's continue. I mean, if this conversation is not going to be about me getting some money, then... Damn, you ain't even trying to just introduce myself, say how you doing, how your day going. I don't though. I just... I got a lot going on. Yeah. I don't really have time for nothing right now. Yeah, so I got a lot going on. I don't really have time for nothing. Again, this is an exaggerated skit, but you're hearing this from women. Well, I got a lot going on, you know... I'm in a bind, more or less. You know, I'm frustrated. I'm struggling out here in a sense. I got too much going on to be talking to you. I got too much coming going on to give you free sex. There was a time where women would say, no, I'm not interested. Now there's a time where at least a good percentage of women, not, not all, but I would say more than half, are saying, mm, if you're going to bother me, show up with money. If we talk money, then we could talk. Now, a lot of guys have an affinity for strags or straggles. All right, I'm one that says I have a no-straggle policy unless I'm going direct to the source, and then I still try to avoid straggles because they come with a lot of toxic issues. 
right? They have bad juju and bad karma. They have lifelong bad decisions. So in a sense, when you're dealing with these people, this is what you get and this is what you should expect unless you are Dontavious. That is going to be an exception. They're used to dealing with those guys. In fact, those guys will hold them hostage, kidnap them, beat them, choke them, put babies in them. But you come around and it's, I got a lot going on. I'm stressed out. And thus, your affinity for strags will lead you down this road. I mean, I understand that. And I'm, I, hope, I hope anything goes well for you. But, you know, I'm just wanting to let you know I'm new to the city. I stay in the area and everything. And I just want to know, would you be willing to get to know somebody right now? No, I just want somebody to say. Why is it all about money? Though? Why you- That's all I care about. I don't care about nothing. Else. I just want to get some money. She just wants to get some money. And guys, I know th- this skit seems quite bizarre. And yeah, she thick and all of this stuff. And I, I don't know what more scarce position you can put yourself in by trying to overcome this conversation. You're actually putting yourself at risk by not walking away, by in- inviting the conversation. Because now she believes maybe I can get some money from this guy. Maybe I can make this guy trick on me. Maybe I can make this guy simp up on me. So I'm going to just keep saying it until you buckle. All right, how much? 150, two, three. Nah, man, I need 400. My, my phone about to be cut off. So a lot of guys think to overcome this because they don't know what to do. They're, they're scarcity. You're like, hey, this is my type right in front of me. I got a red bone with, ta- this is my type. I got a strag. I love black women. Remember this guy? Guys, when you say this, I love black women, you just cornered yourself. I would tell them, I, I'm all right on black women. If a white woman walked up, mm, I would tell her, <laughs> The reason why is now you've taken away the scarcity. As soon as you say, I have to have this type of woman and she is that woman, you fucked yourself in the negotiation. Why would you do that? But a lot of guys don't understand the power of negotiation. You just screwed yourself. You just screwed yourself. And I don't know what to tell you. So you guys got to understand the power of negotiation. And you don't understand it. So you guys got to make sure you back out on these conversations. I can live without you. (laughs) Right here. All right. Anyway, I can live without you. I don't care about who you are. I'm not loyal to you. I don't need you. And you then have the leverage. Same thing. You walk on the car lot. You walk into a hotel you walk into a house that you want you can't tell the salesperson this is my dream house don't do that because there's a lot of women out there that you can have other than that one one of the things about this is the cold approach is this is the biggest problem i have with cold approach is that your only options are who's in front of you which in today's world is nonsensical. You have a global options today. I'm sorry, I got to go off a little off script. Your options are global, but if you depend on approaching, you only have what's in front of you. And thus, if this is the best of what's in front of you, you're fucked. So you better have a little bit more less or less scarcity 
by having other options that other than the ones that are made available to you. This is the problem I have with just solely depending on cold approach, because this might be the best option in front of you. And you're like, oh, shit, I, I guess I got to go there. Now I got to put all of my eggs in that basket. And I got to say, I love a black woman and I love a juicy butt and I love a red bone and I love a girl with a rare hair. And there she is. Now you dump all your eggs in that fucking basket and now you're screwed. Now she gets to set the price. Never give them that much value. All right, let me give the last skit right here. And then I'm going to get on to the next part right here on the sip economy. Another skit. Uh, but we've seen real women say something like this. Hi. Hello. Yo, my name is DeGenera. Ciara here. Yo, you're a very pretty girl. Thank you. Um, I don't know if you mind. I would love to have your number so we could hook up some other time. Sure, no problem. Let's start what we have come into the room. All right, and so again, this guy right here, he he gets the number in this skit, and a lot of guys think this is an accomplishment. Uh, when you mature and get older, you will realize she's given her number out to many, many people. It's It's better than no number, but... There's not much there yet. All right. And so, hey, let me get your number. All right. And she says, good. Now she knows she has somebody on the hook. And you'll see this next. Dude. Oh, I'll tell you. So how much is it? How much is it? Hey. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think we can add my bill to yours. All right. And so, dim day. I wonder if I can add my bill to yours. Now, of course, if you don't have a position of leverage, a source of strength, you're going to fall for this in the simp economy. What are we seeing here? She gave him the number knowing that she might be able to get him to fix that bind, and we're right here. It's kind of like a salesperson. Hey, it's right here. I'll make a deal with you now. Well, if you get these groceries... Yeah, I can get with you because, you know, if you don't pay, guess what? You can forget about her calling you back. You can forget about her answering that call. You see that? This was a very, very strategic way of giving that number. Oh, I got me a simple on the hook. Oh, you like what you see, huh? This is a very, you know, this is an exaggerated situation, but more or less when you're dating, this is what you're doing. You're engaging in this. Soon as you pay for the date or offer the date, now she got you on the hook. Now it's to see what else you have. So she set him up. Hey, she gave me the number. I'm a cool guy. Matter of fact, I was out one time uh, with a woman, and uh, I swear to God, the, one of the reasons she didn't call me back is she tried to shit test me. Gorgeous woman, too, by the way. And um, went out, had a quick lunch, because I, I, I had to go get back to, to a live stream. So I met her. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to run over to Sephora. Now, I want you to think about this. Yeah, dry bacon. She said, I have to run to Sephora and pick up X amount of items. In a sense, she was dry bagging. She was trying to see, oh, baby girl, what you need. Now, a lot of people don't know that that's just, this is happening to you, but that's what's happening to you. Women do expect men that are interested in them to be like, oh, baby, you going to Sephora? Let me go. Or how much you need. Guys, by the way, in the simp economy, guys do this. Guys will pony up that money. Here's $200 for your Sephora, baby, in order to get that call back. Anybody aware of this? Is that what they're doing? 
So then what happens is the minute you come back and be like, hey, can we get together? In her mind, she's like, he's a no. Nope. Do you guys know that that's happening out here? Especially when you're dealing with attractive women. They already know this shit. So when you say, yeah, when you just walk off, okay, enjoy your Sephora, and then you walk the fuck off, she immediately crosses your name off the list. (laughs) This is the hypergamy going on. The reason why she mentioned it, and she mentions it multiple times, is to get you to pony up. To get you to trick. To get you on the hook. That's why she mentioned she's got to go there. Guys, this is how they measure up what they can. Pet wallet. This is the hypergamy on steroids. This is the crafty game women are playing. And you guys don't even realize that they're doing this. This is why then you come back. How come she don't answer? And how come she distant? And how come she don't check in? And how come she? Because she gave you the shit test and you passed, but you failed with her. She automatically puts you down the line. You're down the line. She will say, you know, I'm behind on my rent. Whatever it is, you're down the fucking line. You don't pony up. Oh, man, this guy was supposed to pay me today and he didn't. I didn't. I missed my paycheck. Pony up. This is a real reality happening out here for a lot of men in this economy. And then they, re- they don't realize what's happening. How come she ain't do? How come she ain't do? Wow. And she, you're, she literally telling you what it is. Let me go back to this right here. Here it is right here. Hey, I gave you the number. You want me to, you want me to call you? You want me to answer your text? How about you pay for these groceries? Listen. I'm really out of freaking out. Why? Come on. I gave you my number now. Just no I mean Alright, so I'm gonna get a copyright on that, but that's the right move. That's the right move for guys that don't want to be used out here because women are engaged in usury. So I'm going to delete the number. Oh, is this what you're doing? But a lot of guys will stand and argue. For instance, in this skit right here, I'm going to stand and argue. Maybe I'll pay and she'll like me. All right. Um, and then you get caught up. Finesse one, two or three times until you figure it out. Delete the number. I don't need you that bad. You down the line. Okay, no finesse for you. A lot of guys can't stand up because they're in scarcity. So that was the that was the proper move. Oh, I see what time it is. You're buttering me up. Okay, what you buttering me up for? Okay, you guys got to realize that women, that's what they're using. And shout out to the few good women in here. I don't do any of these things. And these guys keep picking the wrong girls. For the guys that keep picking the wrong girls, for the women who believe guys, it's not, it's not me. It's the type of women you date. All right, I said this earlier. What I want you to do is I want you to go to a mirror right now. I want you to look in said mirror and then qualify yourself honestly. So don't come in here with that. And I'm one of the good ones that don't do these to these men. I want you to walk. You can take the phone or whatever you're listening to me on. Take your device right now, ladies. Let's do it right now. Walk in front of a mirror. Stand there. Look at your, take your clothes off. 
Take off your clothes, as they say in the uh, uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Take off your clothes. Look at yourself in the mirror. Now compare yourself to any woman of value right now. Look at the soggy areas of your body. <laughs> Take off your clothes. Look at your age. Write your age. Get, a, get your lip glop or lipstick and write your age on the mirror real big. 39. Write it on the write it on the on the mirror right now in lipstick. 39. Now look at the complexity of your skin. Look at <laughs> look at the soggy areas. Look at your toes. And if there's a row full of corns, let me see if you see a subscapularis. Turn around and let me see your back. If there's fat on your back, you need to start unbigging your back. Look in this area of the neck region. If you if you don't see no collarbone, and it's just missing a collarbone right here. Hold on for a second. Let me let me show you something. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. Where's Dracula Single Theater? Right now, take a look in the mirror. Actually, yeah, take a look in the mirror. If you look like any of these women, right here. <laughs> right here if, if if this is what you would look like on a excursion on a vacation right now if you have a tattoo on your titty if your boobs hang low and wobble to and fro if you have a health condition alright ladies I want you to go look at the carpet in your apartment if there's Captain Crunch crumbs in the carpet from your crumb snatching ass kid. Then you might reassess your statement and say, I know I don't look the best, but I'm not one of these types of women, coach. That's what you should say. Which then I will say, thank you very much. I will say, okay, I get it. I get it. You're not bringing beauty and looks to the table. All right, I see. Okay, let's discuss from this point on. All right, let's get some things and let's get some priorities straight. I want you to take a VO2 max test and run up and down your house stairs or apartment stairs five times. Then stand there for 30 seconds and resume VO2 max test. Run up and down the stairs five more times. And then stand there for one minute without putting your hands on your knees or collapsing or getting injured. <laughs> All right, anyway. And then come back to the conversation. Then go back in front of the mirror and see if you don't look like you're near death. If you're near death and you're turning colors and you need the ambulance, then we need to qualify your statement. I'm not the highest value woman coach, but I'm not like all these other strags out here. Okay, anyway. Mm. Then we can qualify the conversation. Then we can have an honest conversation and just say, well, I'm not like that. Well, you still got to bring some beauty and value to the table. Yeah. Anyway, I say that with the kindness of because you're, you're being disingenuous here. We got to qualify. We got to say the right thing here. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see here. 
because y'all be trying to tell me stuff. And I'm like, let me see a photo. And I'll be like, come on, man. I might be pulling the Kevin Samuels on you. Like, this is improper talk. Okay. Shout out to Kayla says, the only piece lead that's truly valuable to men is the ones that's between the legs of a woman who's untainted and loyal. The loyalty is gone. Loyalty is gone. So, yeah, man, I mean, I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad that loyalty is gone. The girls will be like, I'm loyal. Again, look in the mirror. <laughs> All right, where we at? Miles Monroe says, I started lifting weights again, and I've been mad, horny, lately. Pause. I'm out here starving. Yes, that testosterone boost. You got that testosterone boost. You're getting testosterone boost, and you're getting confidence. Indeed. No government name SD says, Coach, anytime I presented at a work conference, I was blown away by how many women that passed me later wanted to buy me a drink or exchange information. Yep, dude, I'm telling you. Social proof is something else. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And um, it actually is it actually is with higher value women of the utmost importance. Right? If you're in a very wealthy communities. Wealthy communities are very protective of their wealth, right? So they don't just let anybody come in. So if you show up to a wealthy community and nobody can vouch for you, nobody knows you, they will ignore you. They will walk right by you. They won't say nothing to you. But let somebody say, hey, hey, coach, or hey, Greg, hey, whatever, and let somebody that they perceive have value stop you. Hey, how you doing? Come up, give you a bro hug. The girls give you a hug. Ninja, they, who is that? Next thing you know, they looking at you. They don't snuff. They, you know, they, the wealthy communities have a, you know, they, they put their nose up at you. Meaning that they, they, they look past you. Mm. But let somebody vouch for you. They automatically, now they in your pocket. Hey, how are you? How are you? Yeah, I did see you. I, I did see you walk past, but yeah. And who are you? And who? Yeah. What? what? Now they talking. So that's how it works. It's just social proof is crazy. It's on steroids, and you got to know how the game is played. Not many people will even open their mouths at you, especially if you're an outsider already. If you're already an outsider, meaning that another race or it's not the predominant race, and nobody talks to you, nobody's going to talk to you. Nobody. But if people celebrate you, hey, I've seen situations with professional athletes on Instagram in which in which women will go nuts because other people are going nuts and they'll be excited and then you'll hear them say, who is that? And they're they're going nuts. They're lining up for an autograph. They're screaming. Oh, what? What? And who? And oh, he played football? Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Uh, but who is he? What's his name? What's his number? They don't even know. But because other people are celebrating them, they're like, oh, same thing. You're doing a work presentation. They will walk past your ass, not even acknowledge you. All right, here we go. We got, we got right here. Here we go. Eugene's going to get up, and he's going to do his presentation. You get up there, <clears throat> tap, 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 and you command the room. And everybody like, damn, Eugene is that dude. Soon as you get down, hi, Eugene. They be shaking your hand and shit. Mm. You be like, these people wild, bro. They're fucking wild with it. 
But it is also a protection mechanism. So they don't want to be just exposing themselves to anybody. So they depend on other people vouching for other people. But it's a it's a fantastic thing when you see it. But for me, because of who I am, you know, it happens to me more than it used to. But I, when I coach sports, when I coach sports, I'll be in the community, suburbs, college campus. Hey, coach. Everybody's like, hey, coach, what are you doing? What kind of coach you are? What are you doing? They don't even care. They just happy. The coach is here. What do you coach? And how's your season? How's it going, coach? All right. Then they look your ass up on the record. Okay, that he a, he a bullshit ass coach. I'm telling you, man, it's a it's a crazy world, and I ain't even a celebrity. Cheeple. Cheeple. People will celebrate people and not know who the fuck you are. It's crazy. Xavion says, I ghosted all the women I was giving non-sexual attention to last year, and several of them started showing up to my place. He says, I've never given any of them my address. And if you checked if my doors were locked to get in. He says, the stalking is real. Be careful about ghosting, gents. You're absolutely right. Guys, women are magical investigators. They're magical at investigating you. So you gotta be, they hear all the things you're saying. Most of us, gentlemen, we don't listen to women. We don't listen to women at all. We don't get any clues. A lot of you just hoping that she didn't bang someone before she came and talked to you. But we listen to no clues. You can listen to a woman say her birthday four times and still not remember the damn thing. And then she'd be like, you remember when my birthday is? It's coming up. When? You don't even know. Especially me. I don't listen to nothing they got to say. I really don't pay attention to women. <laughs> All right. I pay attention to kind of what they do more than what they say. But I don't be listening to them. Right, I don't know what the fuck they talking about half the time. It's just sound like wah, 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 Charlie Brown teacher. Because most of the time they ain't saying nothing. We James Brown said they talking loud and ain't saying nothing. I don't hear what they talking about. We got almost 3,000 people here in today's stream. I appreciate y'all between the two channels. But women, in fact, listen to almost everything you say and they're going to remember it. This is just how they are. Thus, every piece of information you give them is going to be used against you. Not in a negative way, but it can be used against you. All right. They pull up to your house or you drive them there. They taking notes of how to get there. What street is what. This is for their safety and protection. Then they also, he said, they ain't saying nothing. That's true. And then they also drive up, you drop them off, and they when they leave, they fucking, uh, can you order me an Uber? They finding out where you ordered the Uber from. They taking notes of the address. Because I've had it. Even young women, bro. Y'all had this young Ling Ling. She had the fucking address. And I had her. I picked her up, dropped her off. The next time, she was like, hey, can I come over? I was like, yeah, come over. She knew exactly where to go. And I don't live in the actually most convenient part of town. Like, you got to zigzag, go up a mountain, go around, take the interstate, go back through the desert, and she show right up. I'll be there. The fuck? They drop a pin. They drop a location. When they in there and they arrive, they send a location to a friend. When they walk in, they be like, hi, how you doing? And when they on the phone, they dropping the pin. They dropping the fucking location. 
I'm like, damn, they take a picture of your address? They don't fuck around, bro. I'm like, how you remember how to get here? Get through the guard gate and every goddamn thing. You like, oh, my Lord, these people, bro. These wild. Anyway, they wild. So they, yep, they share your location. So you guys got to know how they operate. Never give them a piece of information that you don't want them to have. In fact, because they'll get it. They'll get it. And they hit Zillow up. Soon as you give them the address, they write over to Zillow. They write over to Google Maps. They want to see. Oh, why? Wait a minute. This is a low-budget apartment. Oh, this is a high-rise estate. Oh, this is the Adams Manor. Oh, does he own it? When was it sold? How much was it bought for? What's the tax assessment? Is he buying on taxes? When you dating white women, if you ever date white women, like upper class white women, they going to have your ass in, in Persian women, Middle Eastern women, and mostly Jewish women. They got your ass pinned down before they see you. They got your Google images. They got your house assessments. Do you pay rent? Do you, did you buy the house? When did you buy the house? Anybody don't think I'm lying. It's a matter of fact. That's how they do, especially upper, upper class. That's why I tell you, man, you ain't ready for no upper class. I've been telling y'all this. I'm going to get on with the show. Most of y'all cannot handle attractive women or upper class women. You couldn't handle them. They're very, very, well, we call it manipulative. But they do their homework, guys. They do their homework. Ling Ling's too, they do their homework. You ain't ready for it. Y'all, y'all need to stick to strags. Yep, they know your credit score. They'll pay to get your uh, personal data. They'll pay to get your personal data. They'll pay to get your personal data. Like, they'll, if, if with a few bits of information, on the third date, by the third date, they got your personal information, your credit score, your criminal report. This is a known fact. You ain't ready for them women. Them women on a whole nother level, bro. Because y'all can't even handle strags. <laughs> y'all can't even handle strags but you talking about white women that are like you know they went to a private school they went to a private high school a private jesuit school they got a degree they ain't coming around here just no meeting nobody any old where and all the while they ain't even mentioning it they won't even mention that they did it and they watching your ass lie <laughs> So where did you grow up? And they know, they know your five last addresses. They know your five last addresses. Oh, that's interesting. Um, you said you lived in Tennessee in 2018. I did live in Tennessee in 2018. Really? Are you sure? Are you sure you lived in Tennessee? Yeah, I'm sure, bitch. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> They know your they know your companies, bruh. And it ain't that hard to find. It ain't that hard to find. That's why, yeah, I don't give them my real info. Like, you got to be careful with that too. I give them some info to throw their ass off. But let me tell you this. I'm giving y'all game here. Because I give them a I give them a name that is not my I give them a real name. So I'm not giving them a fake name. People on my locals know what I'm talking about. And don't put it in here, please. Because you guys are stupid asses. You can't take no information. Ninja, let them ninjas pay for it. Let them ninjas pay for it. I give them a name. 
But what I do is it's not a fake name so that I cannot be barred from a fake name. But it's not a name that you can look up and get vital data. Same thing with a phone number. The phone number I have is my Bruce Wayne phone. Okay, it's my Bruce Wayne phone. It's not my phone phone. So I give them the Bruce Wayne phone. And the women, after a while, they see. They own Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, nah, you got my family and friends got to get on this one. So with that being said, they will listen to how you introduce yourself. They will listen to how you reserve things. They will listen to what other people call you. And then over a time, they will ask you, what name can they call you by? Well, I know this name is the name. You go by this name, but you also go by this name. Which name should I call you by? I'm telling you, man, this shit is, they, they listen. They're very intuitive. They're very intuitive with it. So be careful with information that you provide them. Okay. They're also, they're always on a need to know basis. They're on a need to know basis. Never, ever give them all your info up front. And that goes for just any woman you're dealing with. Right. So a lot of you guys make this mistake in dealing with any woman. I don't care if it's a woman you're dating, a, a coworker. I don't care. You immediately get off on telling them your whole fucking life story. And I was born in Gary, Indiana. And then when I was 10, I moved to Texas. And then when I was in Texas, I graduated high school. I played football, basketball, and track. I was the number one in the state for the relay team, the four by one. Then I graduated from the college with this degree. All right. Ninja, she just like data, 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 data. (laughs) First date. And then you wonder why the broad ain't called you back. She went right back to Google, typed in all of that shit, and looked at your narrow, ashy ass track picture when you won state. And then she's like, eh. Women dry up, they pussies dry up. Or their peace leaves, sorry. They peace leaves dry up. You done gave them the whole story. Eh. (laughs) You got to be sitting up here, man. I'm the Bruce Wayne of this ish. You ask too many questions. You're not having fun? Are you not having fun? Have fun. Here, shove a drink in your hand. Drink that up and have a little bit of fun. Take on the ambiance. You're over here acting like this is a job interview. Did you come here to have a job interview or did you come here to have fun? All right. (laughs) What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, these bird-chested ninjas, man. Now she ain't got no more. She done dried up. Who is this guy? He boring. They see you with your job. You got your badge ID picture. She pull up your name, all right, with your whole full. And what's your middle name? And you tell them, Tyrell. And I got my daddy's name. I'm a junior. You goofy ass ninja. <laughs> All right. Don Travis Tyrell Johnson Jr. <laughs> like, yo, man, you guys are goofy. Then they pull you up. Ninja on your IT badge. Your, 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 your LinkedIn show up. You got your glasses. You standing there looking with your straight-ahead picture in your ID badge with your fucking ID badge attached to your shirt. That's the first picture that show up. Dontrell Tyrant. <laughs> and she look at you with your white shirt 
with the sleeve cut off ass ninja with the pocket square. Like, look at this Nick. And then your whole resume, she didn't look up your whole shit. All right. Graduated from DeVry Institute. Okay. All right. University of Phoenix. Oh shit. She drying up like the Sahara desert. She's like, okay. All right. All right. On the job, new to the job. All right. What was his previous job? He used to drop fires at Carl's Jr. Damn, you worked at Carl's Jr. in high school. You one of them ninjas. Okay, what else you got? <laughs> like, uh, you wonder why y'all don't get no hoes out here. Anyway, let me stop. <laughs> Just telling them every damn thing. All right, uh. You guys, man, I tell you. Because I see how y'all do me. I'm like, y'all definitely got loose lips out here. Let's get the Delta Fox. That Zambian will probably drink wine and not Grey Goose like Fanny Willis. Hope she never goes on a power trip and falls for that Bosch Bish propaganda. Chinese husband will make sure of that. Yeah, they only use Bosch Bish against uh, uh, low-level ninjas. All right, Bosch Bish. Now you're seeing women jump off the Bosch boss bitch propaganda. Bob, did you know that the sex ratio around the world was 101 males to 100 females? There are more males than females around the world. I blame the Chinese. <laughs> I blame the Chinese. Yeah, because the 1 billion, they're going to throw it off. You know, because there's a lot of ninjas that die in war, um, you know, self-delete and shit like that. Women taking them to Planned Parenthood and deleting a male child because they're a feminist. This is all kind of shit going on. All kind of shit. But yes, the Chinese out there then then threw off the numbers. The regular dude says, me and my friend drew chalk around the playground of what was supposed to be an NBA three. Man, we wasn't making but one or two a game. Yeah, those NBA three-pointers. Steph Curry is, NBA three-pointer is not a joke. All right, Schedule P says, uh, Coach, what percentage of kids do you think are raised with biological parents from age zero to 18? Anecdotally, I know a handful of peers who were at best, in fact, I believe it outnumbers, we're getting to the point where most children are not raised from 0 to 18, or 0 to 17 is what they call it, by both biological parents. It's almost neck and neck. Now, when you consider that, these are also, statistically, they're also including children that, families that have three kids, five kids, not just one. So, then they say the number of kids raised by both parents from zero to 17 are even. Now, the problem with that data, I believe, is that it doesn't consider people with one child. It doesn't take those one or two child children out. It just throws everybody in the pot, which if you consider people who have only have one or two children, the number got to be higher. Because there's a lot of divorce and breaking up of families where there's only one or two child children. Then you also consider that if you take poor economic communities, the black community and uh, specifically, the number's extremely high. Most men do not raise their children from zero to 17. And I think it's egregious to even think that you will. It's especially if you're a black man, even if you date interracially, the likelihood that you will be with the parent, your co-parent, the likelihood that you will be with that woman from zero to 17 of your children is slim to none. 
It's almost non-existent at this point. It's damn near almost impossible to happen. Like it's impossible. When you just take two black people and put them together, the likelihood that you'll be with that woman from zero to 18, the kids see them off and you're an empty nester is nil. Like you gotta be in the 10%, 10, 15%. There's probably another man. If you have a children, two black people, you have a child with that woman. The likelihood is another man is more likely to raise that kid and spend more time with that kid than you are. That's almost as likely. That's the sad part about it because these women are so fast to push a kid into another man's life. I'm a package deal. They like to do that. Hey, be around my kid and love my kid. But the father doesn't care about the love of that kid. Um, Latinos are next in line. It's a, it's a 60-40 chance that you will not be in that child's life from 0 to 17. 60-40, 60% chance that you will not. White communities, indeed. 50-50, it's a coin flip. The chances are 50-50, it's a flip of a coin. And this data is not even under dispute. In fact, I just challenge you. I just challenge you. Just look at the data for yourself. Do a little bit of anecdotal data and look at the families in your neighborhood. Probably if you look at the poverty line or anywhere close economically, the lower end of the economics, you can almost certainly, there's no, no father in that child's life. It's pretty easy to figure out. So you guys want to have children. It's a coin flip, whether you'll be in that kid's life, uh, absolute coin flip. At best, at worst, it's almost a slam dunk that you will not be there. <laughs> right? It's crazy. It's a slam dunk. It's a guarantee. Schedule Pete, thank you for that question. We got a couple more. Mr. Albert, I'm catching up. I never understood why they kept promoting this co-ed girls and boys flag football. Um, well, that's a long story. But, yes, they're, they're promoting it as to... To be honest with you, really at the fifth grade level, fifth grade, girls and boys are almost, um, if you have an athletic young girl, um, she's almost probably just as athletic as many of the boys. Like within the, with the rare exception, the guy that's overgrown. But um, you can see girls flat, you can, you can have a girls flat football team in third and fourth grade and they'll be just as good as the boys teams. And they sometimes will be running circles around them. <laughs> like, I've seen it. They'll be running circles around the boys because 60% of the boys probably suck. So, at the game, they're just playing it. But then they'll be having the whole girls team. I've seen it, guys. And really, the separation is sixth grade. Once sixth grade happens, testosterone um, takes over. Then the separation becomes very large. But then what happens is, again, the reason why they're promoting it is for the Caitlin Clarks of the world and the Sabrina Inescu's of the world so that one woman can rise. One woman can rise. So they really forsake all women for the success of a few. Similarly for feminism, it's the success of a few and they forsake all else, all the other women. All the women, all the women die of feminism. They die a slow death, whether it's at 25, 
35, 40, they die a slow death. But then there are those ones that can succeed. It's the opposite of what the black community does, by the way. The black community forsakes all the good people for Pookie and Sasquisha and Sharkeisha. Like whatever Sharkeisha and Pookie is in the black community, that's all black people down there. We all related to them. So we forsake the winners for Pookie and, and Sharkeisha. So whatever struggles Pookie and Sharkeisha is going through, that's our line. That's our fucking bar. And then we ignore the, the people who excel, talented 10th. We ignore them. And we supposed to all stop what we're doing because Sharkeisha got in trouble again. And we got to go all the way back down and fuck with Sharkeisha and shit. Mm. Now, when I say fuck Sharkeisha, Oh, you a coon, you a Uncle Tom, and that's your people, <laughs> right? It's the opposite, and so I got to slow my progress because Sharkeisha and Pookie can't get it together. Feminism is the opposite. They, they, they don't care about the women at the bottom. They don't care about the losers and the women that hit the wall and shit like that. They don't care. They want to push. <laughs> the, we just want a few to win, a few good women. See, I'm making y'all understand. Charlie Brown says, paying tuition as well. Your streams get me through midnight shift, and I appreciate it. Appreciate you, sir. Error power. Our society is essentially making heterosexual uh, sex illegal. They are. All right. Aaron Harris says, some of these allegations and tell-alls are insanely embarrassing to all parties. Women are suicide bombers. Indeed, self-deletion bombers. Like, they, women will tell a whole story, and their whole story, they completely a wacko. In the whole story, they completely a wacko. And you're like, <laughs> like, you ain't taking no accountability. None. Shout out to uh, the regular dude says men are not allowed to stalk women like that. Facts. Facts. So, yes, using data against them. No bueno. So you're absolutely right. Aaron Harris, a lot of pro black men are dating in ideology. Not the woman. Facts. Facts. By just saying I date, I love black women. And I only date black women that you're dating. You're not even dating the woman at that point. You literally just restricted yourself to an ideology, which I refuse to do. You're absolutely right. JC says, does hypergamy to women equal what abundance is to men? Yes. Leveraging options. Yep. Leveraging options. Soon as you, soon as you reach abundance, you're almost untouchable unless a woman stalks you or falsely uh, alleges something about you then she can bring you back down. But abundance makes you untouchable. Leverage makes you untouchable until Dennis B says, what's up coach? He says, celebrating $300,000 a year. Congratulations to you, brother. I'm rich. Janissary says, thanks. Good show. Shout out to Maurice Anderson says, my bad coach. He chimed in. Thank you, brother. Shout out to you. All right, uh, he chimed in with a dub, too. Appreciate you. And uh, he didn't put in a rack or a G. <laughs> Shout out to Fanny Willis. Gabriel C., thank you. Last three, and we're going to get the uh, main event. Hodge says, in the world, words of the yin-yang twins, bitch has got to put that booty on duty and represent for the rent. If I take you to the mall, then you coming out of them draws 100%. But make sure you get that up front. You get that up front. Don't let her pull the plausible deniability. Again, an understanding with women. I know everybody doesn't watch every show, but I'm going to tell you this. 
You got to be very specific when dealing with women. If they don't want to deal with the specificity, let them walk. For instance, for instance, we're pretty clear as to what we're doing here. We're not going to read between the lines and know there's no plausible deniability. I will be intimate with you later on the night. Now, if you say I'm going to fuck you and you haven't established a criteria of where you can dominate her like that, you're in the beginning stages. I wouldn't be that specific, but mode one, you must be specific as what we're doing. I fully anticipate that this is going to end with me violating your insides and pushing your insides to your esophagus. And then before you hand the credit card over or whatever it is, if she says, uh-uh, I ain't that type of lady. Well, wait a minute. If that's what you were looking for, or I fully expect that you will be exclusive to me and allow me to date you honestly. You got to be clear with women because they will wriggle out out of just any any type of thing. And they fully know what you're, what you want. You know why we're here, man. New York anesthesia guy coaches, correct? An older white lady at yoga who's a realtor knows all my ish. Once I started working with her, finance guy, Rapsky, <laughs> done. <laughs> she saw that bankruptcy, brother. She saw that. She saw that income. She saw that statement. Yeah, she pulled your, she pulled your file. She pulled your file. So, yes, once she starts, she's like, hey, work for my finance guy. And she talked to your finance guy. Uh-huh. He got a credit score, 660. She's like, damn. But manage expectations, yes. Be straight up with women and what you want. In my opinion, again, abundance, um, leverage. I think lying to women is disgraceful within reason. I withhold data and information for them, and I let them know. You're not, you don't need to know that information. Okay. Um, But. But lying to them, manipulating them, I don't think is worth it. Thus, if I say and I put on the table what I want and she says no, I can say, well, you know, best of luck. Best of luck in what you want out here. And then I release them until the streets from whence they came. In these streets. (laughs) Okay, I see that we're not going to be a good match here. I see that we're playing a little bit of a game. Okay. So. I'm willing to walk away from this deal. Always be willing to walk away. But if you got to lie or browbeat the woman or bully her into some sex or into a relationship, I think that's low grade, in my opinion. That's only my opinion. Or you got to talk her into it. Like, I, you know what I mean? You got to handle the objection and you got to say 50 things for her to be like, well, okay. No, no. Mouthpiece ninjas. That's why I be looking at y'all mouthpiece ninjas. Well, I got the mouthpiece and I know what to say before the bit. I'm like, bro, it should take you two or three things to get to a woman. Two or three. If you got to do more, you haven't proved anything about yourself. You haven't proved anything about yourself. And I ain't mad at her for making you go through 20 fucking questions. Like, I ain't mad at her for that. Like, she has the right to do that. In my opinion, she has the right to make you jump through all these hoops and hurdles. But I think you, every time you do that, you lose leverage, by the way. You're losing leverage. In my opinion, this is my opinion. I'm like, you're losing leverage every time you say something. Anybody that thinks I'm wrong, like, she might give you some pussy at the end of the day, but 
you done lost so much leverage. <laughs> like, like you're negotiating with somebody who, who's bleeding from between her legs today, who looked at her body and said she hate herself. She took a dump, a big old log, a brick log in the toilet. She know who she is. She knew she didn't even jump in the shower. She didn't take a shower and wash her ass crack today. She just finished getting skeeted in by Don Travius, a guy that she likes but don't understand why she likes. She, got, she just got done selling some peace leave. She just got off the bus with a pack of Twizzlers in her back pocket. She just looked at her bank account and it's overdraft 350 bucks. And here you come. <laughs> here you come. She didn't just win raw dog with two different ninjas in two different nights. And here you come. <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah. You know, you know, and I, and the nigga like me. This woman, man, this woman know who she is. And here you come. Oh, but. I'm like, why you talking? Why you talking her up? And she feel bad about herself. This woman thought she was gonna check out tonight. She was gonna take the exit off of planet Earth yesterday. <laughs> this woman was looking at going to the welfare office on a scooter. And here you come. This woman didn't get her child support from her baby daddy, and she looking to uh, try to fix his dad buying. Like, why are you overlap? Why are you talking to her, bro? Leave that, we, leave that woman alone. This woman just came from Planned Parenthood and deleted twins in a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> this woman... This woman got three pieces of DNA in her pants from three different men. This woman got two babies from three different baby daddies. Yes, it's possible. It's possible. Like, what? Like, man, please. The, the nerve of these people to think I'm going to just interview for you and overcome your objections. Jesus. Man, I got one, two, and okay, you don't want it. Next. <laughs> Here we go. I'm about to beg you ass ninjas up begging. If you got some, then cool. But you from not, out here? You from Houston? Man, yes, I am. Man, that seems like a, a lot of girls just keep leading with that money, 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 That's money. That's what it's always been for me. I don't know about the new wave. I don't know about none of that. That's how it always been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to the show. I think I got one more. Shout out to Brown through Reynolds and shout out to all the broke bitches out here. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Yeah. Dead, flat, stony, broke. Yeah. I've got $3.85 <laughs> in my purse. Anyway, let's get to it. I'm going to get to this real quick here. A couple more interesting videos about it. The simp economy is forcing men. Young men don't know what to do. They don't know whether to listen to dating coaches. They don't know whether to go MGTOW or monk mode or free agent or passport. They're kind of confused. So you got to feel bad for a man who is 18 or a low earning man who doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know which way to go. Or, or any of this. So as a result, he ends up getting caught simping because simping is easy. Simping is easy. Pimping ain't easy. So it's easy to just pony up the money. Let me go ahead and play these clips because we got to get through to the show. This woman says, uh, this man says, the simp economy is at an all-time high. Homie, like, guys, 
hit them up in a DM. And the first thing is like, what's your cash app? Before you say your name, before I introduce myself, before you say hello, before you say anything, hey, what's your cash app? Send them cash app. I just sent you a thousand dollars. Have a good night. Let's talk later. That's because a lot of them publicly traded too on the black market. Well, what it says a lot about the time. It says a lot about that's the other IPO. Now, if we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk. It's a lot of them that's day trading that night. Day trading that night. You know what I mean? Day trading hey, that night. Zero expiration daily options on, on, on it on the gato. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's why they doing that. Well, this is led to stem culture. All that passport bro-ish. Like y'all, y'all going over Columbia and getting killed now. Yo, <laughs> be careful. But a lot of them selling. Wallow even said it. What last year? It's a lot of women who be acting like the entrepreneurs, and it's like, yeah, your candle lines making you that like you got the Bahrain and, and Abu Dhabi and two G wagons off of nine dollar candles. Come on, yo. <laughs> yeah. What do I know? Yo, it says a lot about the times that we in. Man, it's dangerous out here, bro. It's dangerous, man. It's a lot yeah. of money in the simp economy that's being spent. Girls that have told me like guys hit them up in a DM and all right, he back at the beginning of the video. But yeah, I mean, this is something that I predicted was be mainstream in 2019. I said this will be mainstream and I accepted it as mainstream. Now, that didn't mean that I wasn't out here doing what I was doing, but I told you it would be mainstream and it is mainstream. And these guys are figuring it out now. And I always tell you, black men are always the last to know. The majority of black men are always the last to know. Uh, because of, uh, I don't know if it's self-esteem, it's awareness, lack of awareness, or they live in the past. I'm really wrestling as to why they do this. But a small percentage of men are actually out here being player play. And even those guys, they're they're tricking and simping as well. They just don't tell you. Uh, we caught them red-handed. Even a certain segment of men that say they're going over here and they got girls that want to be wives. And they be out there tricking more more or less. But a lot of black men think they're pimps. And these young black men, I don't know any about anything about them, but they're becoming aware of something that has been very common, really right in front of your face, undeniable, undeniable for a few years now. It's been like this. So they're calling it day trading and night trading. And these are the particular women that they're interested in. And they're also pursuing them in DMs and they're putting themselves not in leverage, right? They're not in a leveraged position. Going on a DM is not a leverage position. You literally just ask them out. Now they can respond any way they want. How they respond should be chalking it up to the game. This is why I don't ever go to a strange woman's DM and proposition them, unless I'm going to offer the money. That would be the only way. But to go and do some DM game, Dude, that's a waste of your time because they figure you reached out to me. I also have this many DMs. I'm responding to you, such as I would like a dinner, a cash app, whatever. What, what's your price? You did that. You did that. That's what you instigated. Now, if she responds back, you chalk it up to the game. Don't be surprised when you're seeing more and more women responding this way why because we have a bad economy and as you can see they're laughing they're laughing through it and they're doing this and wallow said and cga said before wallow that laugh is a pain that's a pain laugh that's a broken laugh i want i want you to play it i want to play it again listen to how broken 
they are when they realize that this is now the game. Oh, they, they're selling candles. <laughs> and they day traders at night. <laughs> That's pain. That's pain as to fuck. How do we compete out here? There was a, let me say this before I play the video. There's a young woman that LeBron James recently got in trouble of liking a picture of a young woman. Let me see if I can pull it up. LeBron James Twitter liking picture. And well, I wouldn't say he got in trouble, but an online streamer, this LeBron, this is, this is what's happening out here. This is what's happening. This is where the game is going for a lot of men. Like this young woman, hey, I mean, she's pretty. She's cute. But LeBron James allegedly liked one of her pictures. Okay. And black men don't cheat. Online streamer who picks uh whose pics LeBron James allegedly likes on Twitter reveals getting death threats. You see this? This is exactly what I'm talking about. Broken men. Okay. Somebody said how CGA never heard of. I, trust me, guys. I haven't heard of a lot of people. I'll be in my own world just to let you know. A lot of people who you think I would know, I don't know. All right. So I literally focus on my content the majority of the time. All right. So getting back to it. So what are you seeing here? Allegedly on Twitter. This is two days ago. This is an online streamer. Allegedly, LeBron James liked one of her posts. And it was a let me see if they show the post. It was a post. I would say racy. Uh, let's see, Racy, okay. It was a post where you could see her cleavage, okay? But it wasn't like a completely sexy post. Uh, but uh, let's see here if I can find it. This is 13 hours ago. Okay, uh, this post right here. This is the post. Apparently right here, uh, this boy in my DM say I'm pretty. Okay, I, I don't know if this is a response, but this is the, this is the, this the post. Now, in the game of online, in the game of online, and that's not a, like, it's not a slutty post. She's just covered up, but she's showing some cleavage. But this boy in my DM saying I'm pretty. Now, here's the game. If, in fact, and we know this is happening, and it's proof that he liked the post. There's proof that he liked the post, meaning that you could go to his likes, and you can see he liked the post. All right, so... It's not a if, ands, and buts. Now, he then unliked it, but of course, the internet, they screenshotted it, and his account liked the picture. So, it actually happened. So, we have to understand that in this era, in this era, era, these women can be reached. These women can be reached by just about anybody. Okay? These women can be reached, which is part of the online game. As a result, as a result, this young woman is allegedly getting death threats, according to somebody. I have no idea, which, but, but it doesn't surprise me. People went in on her. Why? Because men are broken. The simp economy's killing them. LeBron can reach any woman he wants. Any woman that you think does not even have a major following. In today's world, it's part of the game, okay? Now, what does that do to this woman? Somebody says she's never settling now. As a matter of fact, it's a wrap for anybody below LeBron James. That's just how women work. This is the hypergamy. It's going to be tough to get to her now. If I jumped in her DM now, 
the price is high. If LeBron liked her, you know Shaquille O'Neal and Kevin Durant liked her. You already know Kevin Durant done liked her pictures already. If LeBron found her, you know Shaquille O'Neal, his horny ass done found her. So now it's a wrap. So that's how hypergamy works. He's like, that's my marketplace. That's my reach. The price is up. As a result, broken men are pissed. It ain't the women that are sending death threats. And it could be, but it's the men. No, you, LeBron don't cheat, you're a liar. And all she did was get her photo liked. That's it. And you know Shaquille O'Neal coming back for them sloppy seconds, all right? Shaquille O'Neal coming to get it. But this is how, where it's going now. The simp economy allows, and not saying this is simping, what I'm saying is this type of activity looks at men and they go have a painful laugh. They go back and re- and realize, <laughs> Let me play it. The first thing is like, what's your cash app? Before you say your name, before I introduce myself, before you say hello, before you say anything, hey, what's your cash app? Now, the young woman that got reached out by LeBron James, I'm pretty sure if I reached out to her, she probably was asking me what my cash app is. And that would be the end of the conversation. All right, because I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Send the cash app. I just sent you $1,000. Have a good night. Let's talk later. That's because a lot of them publicly traded, too, on the black market. Well, what? It says a lot about the time. It says a lot. And I've been, guys, I've been, I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> it's like, but what you're hoping is that I'm wrong. You're betting that I'm wrong. And I'm here to tell you, it's not that I'm wrong. It's not that I want you to succumb to it. It's just the reality. It's the truth. And these guys are realizing it. I'm going to play two more videos. No, is it one more? One more video of this skit of now it's humiliate men, even if it's for entertainment. So this man, this young man, allegedly in this skit, maybe Shaq sponsored this for his uh, restaurant chain because these skits are going viral. And now these restaurant chains become household names. But this guy is supposedly a guy taking his girl out for a simple lunch and getting humiliated as a result in these skits. Eventually, other women will catch on, and then they may either say, yes, this is too cheap for me, or men need to not pay, uh, invite me out if they're going to pay for this. Let's go ahead and play it. Look at him. Do y'all see this? Look at me. Y'all see how I look right now? This man that brought me on a date to Shake Shack, like of all places. Bruh. Look at him. Bruh, you you got all the chains and stuff like that. You sound just like that girl. But you, it may, Shake Shack she is might have been wrong. Shake. Shake Shack is nothing wrong. Then you order the chicken sandwich and stuff. Like it's nothing wrong with Shake Shack. Shake Shack is a good spot. You tripping? You really? You so you could took me nowhere else better than Shake Shack. And Shake Shack is a good spot to go. I to. mean, this what you got me. Any That's a female would have loved to go to Shake Shack. You got me two sandwiches and a drink. Yeah, this probably wouldn't happen on a date with me, but it is what it says. It says here, this is a skit. This couple has made several and multiple videos like this one that are made to elicit a response. Seemingly a negative one against women. That's not true. Okay, this is the, this is again. You're gonna blame men for her putting this response and negative responses against women by broken men. But then you have the women that be like, "Yeah, these broke ninjas." Let's continue. So what? And it cost me fifty dollars for just this. This cost you fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. It cost me fifty dollars. Let me see the receipt. You ain't got a receipt. That's how much it costs. 
you act like you ungrateful. That's why I didn't want, don't even like going on dates and stuff like that. I mean, you be going out spending hundreds of thousands at the club and stuff like that. I don't see I why mean, I gotta come to Shake Shack. But the thing about it is, is this is lunch. You feel me? You said, let's go out for lunch. Surprise me. And I took you to Shake Shack. And this is how you act. And this is the best surprise you could've got. Go ahead, start I'm recording. Back, I'm already, I'm already in there. I'm gonna show the internet. Yeah, show. I'm grateful woman. Show them. You feel me? Show them. But you wanna order, like, you still you still about to eat I ain't sandwiches. saying the food was nasty. I just said I wanted I know, something else. you wanted to go to what? Where you want to go? Where do you want to go? I mean. Anybody that need a translation, let me know. I do have uh, Ninja E's in the background. I do have a Ninja E's if you need a translation about what Abadaba and what Ninja politics they're out here talking about. I ain't, I ain't, and you told me, and I spend a rack at the club, and you be spending, and you be, and you be, and you be, and who be, and do be. And you be spending racks and I be spending and you be and I ain't and y'all, y'all, y'all. It's <laughs> crazy. All right. Uh, again, same thing as the you only bring fries and McDonald's to your kid and not my other kids, my other men. These are all things that are actually going to keep these little political gender politics alive. Last one is this woman here. And, um, uh, I don't know who she is. Again, I know people are surprised. You're like, you don't know who that is? I don't be knowing. But she's going to break down why 50K is not enough for men. All right. And then it leaves men who average salary is 50K. Ay, ay, ay. My fella's making $50,000 a year. This is going to piss you off. So just get ready. Now do the math with me. $50,000 before taxes is about $30,000 after taxes. After you pay your $1,500 rent, you're left with about $12,000 for the year. When you look at that $12,000 for the year and your car insurance costs you about $1,200 of it and your electric and your gas and let's not forget about groceries, right? You got to eat. Now you're left with literally $1,000 a month even before you pay all your bills. Let's say you pay all your bills, you're left with about $400. That's if you get lucky and pay the bare minimum. You're on a payment plan. I know I've been there, done that. Anyway, so you are left with $250 a week to court your woman or to pour in and invest in yourself. Now, if you save that $400 every month, if you save that $400 every month at the end of the year, you'll have almost five grand to invest in yourself and be wise and create a passive and residual income. But instead you'd rather go get some coochie and try to impress her with like McDonald's. My fellas. Oh man. Right there. I am a nasty woman. Now again, again, this is a principle that I even agree with on there. I gotta agree with it, but um for a person like her to be this particularly this particular attitude is going to force men to become broken right by listening to this and you might say effer and reverend xer right this type of thing but then the problem is on the back end of this this hypergamy if she is in range of men like this she's going to be one of many which leads me to the question they may be okay or let me say this are they okay with being one of many, which will open up your eyes, or are they delusional? Most men will say they're delusional. However, how hypergamy works, hypergamy don't care. So monogamy might be the goal of some women. However, if they are on hypergamy in a bad economy, 
they don't care about being the only woman. Now, that is a situation that now we have to ask ourselves. Before you become broken and bitter and pained and hurt, is it in fact that many women are now looking past hyper-monogamy? These women that are saying you only make 50 and you only got 400 and you're broke and you're not on my level or equal to, even if they're fat, out of shape, they may be delusional. However, you must understand about hypergamy in this bad economy is that hypergamy don't care and look it up. That's been a part of hypergamy for a long time. The reason why you're seeing in this bad economy, women's hypergamy go through the roof because they don't care. For you, it's monogamy. For you, regular Joe, you must commit. For you, you must hold out on peace leave. For you, you must jump through hoots. For you. But when they're telling you you don't have the money, which is the average income, and then she's saying, I date men who have, or I expect men who have. Isn't that saying that they cannot possibly care about monogamy? They can't. They don't care. He says, you said these hoes ain't winning. Is this a win? (laughs) Okay, you have to understand what a win is. You're thinking this is a win. This is a reality. Now, that's a loss down the line. They can continue to play this game if they want. But why do you think that's a win for them and a loss for you? I don't know why you think that's a win. They literally are giving up what they believe they should have for a reality that they cannot get. All right, I got to be one of many bitches. And they are. You think that's a win for them? Now, that's a loss for you. But you know who it's a win for? The top 20% of men. And eventually, they're going to get kicked off of this carousel. And And they're going to put the rules on you. They're going to put the rules on you. But they know the top percent of men got multiple options. And they just play the game. With that being said, for you, you might not be able to afford this. You might believe she's getting a bag, but I know for full proof that they're not getting a bag. (laughs) All right. Anyway, they cannot get a bag from this type of behavior. They're going to get pumped and dumped. They're going to get their peace leaves filled up. Maybe a couple might catch a child support check. A lot of them going to get a couple of thousands of dollars, and they're going to get a couple of trips, and they're going to get a little bit of attention, and they're going to be given a lifestyle that not many other men can get, can give them. Not many other men. So by the time they get dumped off of this, and they got $4,000 in their bank account, or they collected $4,000, the next man they're going to point for is a guy just like that. What's going to happen? It's going to be competitive for them. 
They can only kick this can down the road. For you, if you just toss in the towel and you don't follow the free agent lifestyle, the money mindset, the blue chip mindset, you're going to price yourself out because it's not coming back. It's not. You're not going to watch. You're not going to walk out now and go get you a woman that's going to be just build with you and be loyal. Where they, where those women at? Where they at? They're few and far between. If you're messing with black women, because they tend to be on the lower end of the economic scale, they tend to be desperate and they participate in this for 15 or 20 years. And then, then they turn it in back onto you. And then you show up. So that's what it is right there. This young woman here, obviously, I can't see, I mean, she's not ugly. You can tell she's carrying a little bit of weight. She's bouncing around left and right. For you, you might say, I'm, she's too fat for me. I won't marry her. She don't care. Never think she's going to care. But you think she's winning. She might be winning now because you are priced out. Then you're going to wait for her to fall. Then she'll come back begging guys with standards and these things. Overlook that. I want a ring. It's just she might settle. She might settle or she might say, I could stay bad all by myself. Now what? <laughs> That's where you guys are. And it's a little bit sad. But let me just tell you this. Last point. You know who else don't care? And I'm telling you this to try to motivate you. I, I need you to really push forward in your efforts today because they will pay off in five years. You know who else, dude, that don't care? The top 20% of men. The top 20% of men don't care about y'all niggas. Niggas. The top 20% of men don't care about a, this woman, she good enough to get a, she get enough to get pushed and shoved. You know who don't care? Ninjas getting it out here. They don't give a rat's ass. They don't care. So for the broken men who want to say it's the simps, it's the tricks, it's the passport bros, it's the players. Please understand this about men. They will take this woman and make use of her and send her back to you. <laughs> That's what they're going to do with it. And then these are the women you're going to cold approach. I would hope for you that you hear to not be one of these guys. She's having a conversation about $50,000. You can't be in a $50,000 guy and then come out here and hope these women are going to be loyal. Can't. 50K in five years will be poverty. So in an instance, she's right. 50K will be poverty. If you're a young guy, you got time. If you're a guy that says, no, I'm looking for a girl today that doesn't want this, good luck. <laughs> good luck. It ain't coming back to that. 50K in five years is going to be struggle. For real. They not listening. They not listening. So, yeah, I would take that game overseas somewhere else. All right, last point, last picture here. I'll put it up right here. You waiting for the 50K days to come back. They are not coming back. 
Let's get these super chats. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. You can go monk. You can just sit back. You can just leave these hoes alone. You can go travel. I don't know what to tell you, but we're speeding up our economy. Our economy is going to hyperspeed. Hyperspeed. See here. Let me see here. If I can put this up here. Why do they want to? F- okay. All right. Uh, oh, that's not what I want to see here. Uh, yeah, I got it right here. I'm going to pull it up. The good old days is gone, gone. What do we got here? In 2000, and, let me see if I can pull it up. If they let me. Oh, they will. All right, I'm going to pull it up. 2023. We'll go with 2023. 2023 was 50K. I'll pull it up. Can you see it on the screen? You can't see it on the screen. All right, there it is right there. Investment uh, inflation calculator or cost of living. Let's go 23. All right, there. Okay, so 50K in five years is 60K. All right, 59K. And by the way, man, the cost of of goods and services is going to be crazy. All right, uh, in 10 years, 50K today is 67. What it would be today, 67K. All right, uh, let's say in 15 years, it's going to be 76. Okay, so I'm hoping your income goes up faster than those 15 years period. Like, I hope you go from 50K, just, just, in a, just to live by yourself. I hope you go from 50K to 70K in a year, in one year, not 15. Not 15, okay? Um, this, this is similar as to 100K uh, in 15 years is going to be 150, okay? In 10 years, 135, obviously in five years, we're almost there. 119, 120. And trust me, things will be a little bit more crazier than this. Uh, this is, oh, this is at, oh, wow. I, I'm actually wrong. It says 2.5% uh, inflation. All right, what is the inflation rate today? Anybody know? Anybody know? Give me, give me the inflation rate for the day. Current inflation rate. Inflation rate. Thanks for pointing that out. We got, well, we got on average uh, 3%. But last year, it was 6.4%. So can I come back? 6.4%. Let's come back. Just as a means to show you something. All right, um, inflation rate. Let me put 6.4%, which was the last year. Uh, but, oh, okay, 6.4% at 50K. Let's go back to 50K, 6.4%. Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, by 2029, yeah, there you go, 50 to 70. But it's at 3% on average. At Currently, it's at 3%. But let's just say we have a bad year. Inflation rate, 6.4%. Okay, so you can see how fast that jumps up in five calendar, year, five calendar years. Okay, if we take the current inflation rate at, let's say it's at 3%. All right. And uh, yeah, 50, it's $11,000 in five years. Interesting. Uh, people were saying 10%. At one point, the r- literal rate was 20% at one point. You can see how fast that jumps up. 50K is at $84,000. Um, you know, just take any one of these percentages. It could be any one of these percentages at some point. So, you know, 
I don't think the prices of things are coming down. All right, let me take 100K real quick because I'm curious. 100K a year ago at 10% is where, you know, it will be worth 169000 Anybody that doesn't believe this, I feel bad for you, son, because I've lived it already. Oh, that's 15%. I don't mean to have 15%. Let's go at 5%. Uh, right there, five calendar years, 100K today is worth, well, they're projecting. $134,000. What would it be in 10 years? 10 years. Wow. 100,000 in 10 years is 180. If Joe Biden gives this again, okay, let's see by 2040. Wow, 100. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. 100,000 by 2040 is 239. That would be and that's at 5.4% inflation rate. Uh, right now, remember, right now it's at 3.01. And uh, just so you know, I know a lot of people say this is current times. Let me just say this, and I'll, I'll end the stream. I know I'm going on long and long, long, long time ago. Let me show you this. Let me take the current time. I'm going to take it back to 2023. And then I'll take it back to 1980. Where $100,000 puts you in the top, probably 10 to 5%. Let's go to 1985. Just so you can see that inflation is a reality no matter who's in the presidential office. So here it is. In 1985, if you made $100,000 a year, you were, you were wealthy. Today, that same 100000 is worth $282,000 a year. So this is nothing new. This is kind of how it goes. I mean, incomes are incomes. People can buy a house and make $20,000. You could afford a house. So in 1985, yeah, you're the top 3%. You were wealthy. You were considered wealthy. That's why they get the six figures from. But six figures are changing. So it's not Joe Biden's fault. I mean, well, per se. But inflation is always going to be an issue. And the more they devalue the currency, it's going to be a bigger issue. Uh, right there. So that's in 2023. What is 100K in 85 and 2040? Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. All right. 100K. And uh, you made 100K in 1985. You're probably not making 100K today. You're probably old as fuck. All right. But there it is right there. Half a million dollars. Ay, ay, ay. All right, let me let me come down just a little bit. Half a million dollars. All right, from 1985 to yeah, by 2040. Look at those numbers, man. <laughs> Somebody didn't exist in 1985. Yeah, those numbers are something else, man. I mean, that's just a reality of it, right? That's a reality. Anyway, let's get to these super chats. Thanks for sticking around, listening to me. Yep, yep. All right, but I'm trying to teach. I'm trying to get these men to really get going, man. I need, I need you to really get going. No, There's no time to be sad at these women. Remember, somebody said these hoes were winning. Not if you have leverage. Not if you have leverage. You got leverage, you're out here smashing. You ain't out here mad that these women selling Pudusi. You can see it. You're going to be offered it. You make $200,000, they're going to offer it to you. They're going to come up. Hi, Mr. Negro. Oh, wait, look, tell me if I'm lying. <laughs> right? Tell me if I'm lying. Hey, 
when you start making money, don't they come up to you? They be coming up to you in a pencil skirt and a blouse. Titties like plow. Hi, sir. How about 150? They come right up to you. And I'll be like, I don't care what number I'm in line. I don't care if you just had another woman. I don't care. They'll come out right to you trying to get that buying fix. <laughs> so once you start winning, you put yourself in a win. I'm just telling you, I, I, I will tell you, you would want to be there as opposed to what's coming. You will want to be there as opposed to what's coming. What's coming is if you're mad at these hoes, you about to lose bigly. You about to lose bigly. Because right at the rate everything is accelerating, you ain't going to ever catch up. <laughs> right, anyway. Where we at? Shout out to Scope says, show never gets old, dropping too much game. Thank you. I always try to drop a new piece of game in here. Half space will travel. First date maximum should be $100, especially now. Um, ideally, if you're thinking of t- treating a woman seriously, she should not put any pressure monetarily on a date. If you are feeling pressure monetarily for a date and you're trying to get this woman to sleep with you, you're going to just go hire a hooker. <laughs> just, mm. If that's what your goal is, because by the time you get done, she gonna, you're going to be $800 light. You could have got that nut off already or go jerk. I don't care what you do, but do not date a woman that you feel pressure for to impress or monetarily to get something that woman is selling sex just go hire somebody stop you you doing way too much the price of dinner is way too high to be for me to date some woman 220 for dinner here and then the second date 75 dollars fuck that i could have got right a nice piece right there you could have went to the jack jerk shack you could have got your meat fix you could have went stop I don't know why y'all doing that. Like, I don't understand why you will let a woman pressure you financially for a date. And what? Why? <laughs> that, that's all messed up. That's stupid. That's dumb. And he got to take me there. He got to spend at least 250 Not for no possibility of no peace leave. Anyway, shout out to Lionel King says, appreciate you, coach. Thank you, sirs. Thank you, sirs. All right, we're going to get everybody. All right, uh-oh. I better check this. I better check this real quick. I got to check this message. All right, hold on for a second. All right, give me a second here. Okay, okay. <laughs> he said the shake rate. Like, why are y'all going out on dates? I, I don't understand dating. Dating to me is a lost cause. It's a lost cause. It's literally begging She's literally begging. She's like, yo, you're so polite. You're just a good guy, and you're good. Okay, you got to be good. You got to be good. Come here, boy. Come here. Come here. You do good. Nah, hell no. Hell no. I don't get it, man. Y'all be out here acting a fool. Come here, and I'll give you a treat. I'll dangle you. Okay, you didn't treat me good. No treat for you. Oh, you got to wait for your treat at the end of the day. You know, I'm not that type of girl. Not on the first night. Mm. Winnie Wall blessing CGA. I want to shout out my first son, Alfred, a.k.a. Marco, for taking home U.S. weighting rookie. First place medal. Is it weightlifting? I think that meant weightlifting. USA weightlifting rookie, first place medal in Albany, 
New York this weekend. He's living the free agent lifestyle. Thank you, sir. Shout out to your son. I don't know if that's waiting or weightlifting. All right, shout out to you. And then we got one more over here. Then we're going to check up over on the Super Chats. Irvin says, you got me crying, coach. I love what you said in one of your recent streams. When you talk to a woman, give them directions and instructions only. Game changer. Love you, coach. Yep, directions, instructions. Women are orderly. By the way, women want to be led. I don't care if she's a boss, babe. She wants directions and instructions. All right, that's about the extent of my conversation with women. Hi, how are you doing? Good morning to you too. This is when I'm going to see you. Hope you had a good day. All right. Report to this place and location this time, this place. See you soon. ETA on my way. Be ready. Be outside. This is the extent of my conversation. I don't conversate with these women. All right. They don't have nothing they're going to tell me that I ain't already heard. Ruth says, Coach is 100% right. Never try to convince a woman to like you. You're just setting yourself up for failure, even if you succeed in convincing her. Yep. Well, all right. I'll give you the number. Now, hell no. I want you excited. I want you excited. I show up. How you doing, man? Okay, good. You look nice today. Well, listen. I don't have any time to be sticking around here. I am headed to a meeting. Why don't you give me your number, and I'll get in touch with you later. Here's my car. I wouldn't ever give my number to it. Give me your number, and I'm on my way to something important, but I figured I'd stop by. And if she, and why? Why you want my number, bitch? Mm-hmm. All right, never mind. Have a good day. <laughs> right, here we go. Good luck in life. And why you got to hit me my number? And why you got to do this? And you ain't even tell me who you are, and who are you, and what do you do, and what do you make? That's what you're going to find out. That's what the hell you're going to find out. If I got to jump all these hoops and hurdles. And by the way, ninjas be going over to go sit next to the woman. Ninjas will get up, go sit to her, talk to her, investigate her. Ninja, I will never walk up to no woman and sit next to her and introduce myself. Hell no. (laughs) Dude, I'll tell you, man. I'm sitting here. She going to come over. Hi, Mr. Negro. Oh, have a seat. That's leverage. Have a seat right here. Or if you got to ask her, hey, come here. No, you come here. Man, I give you the instructions. I give you the instructions. What the fuck are you talking about? What? Hey, beautiful, you just my type. You the type of girl I would like to be like. You moron. I'm like, you are open, you're opening up with that. You got to be a fantastic idiot. And these guys got game too. These guys got game. You got to be a fantastic idiot to say you're the type of woman I like. You can't be this stupid. <laughs> what? There's no way in hell that you're telling men to open that shit up. But I've seen it. I seen the game ninjas. I seen that shit <laughs> right there. What the hell? Oh my lord, dude! I'm doing you a favor, Let, ma'am. I'm doing you a favor. All right, Eric Powell says the humiliation thing also happens with office politics. They're using HR as a weapon when they want to gain attention and resources. Indeed, the humiliation thing. Watch out. All right, yeah. What's going on on my stream there? The Notorious channel's frozen. 
Uh, Bama Phi Bama says Light Bright was correct. Save $5,000 and never date in this country again. Yeah. What they don't realize is they price themselves out of catching you. Uh, Certainly women say, well, get your money up and you can date me. Inevitably, I'm going to get my money up and I can date 10 of you. (laughs) Like, they don't realize it. Well, if you made 100 grand or 75 grand, if you made this, well, if I made that, I wouldn't be talking to you or I'd be talking to you while you're leaving me leaking. <laughs> it's like, what? Uh, Jay Rago says it's cheaper to fix his binds at the junior college. 100%. 100%. JC says it cost me $300 to walk to the corner. Uh, stay single. Stay single, guys. Stay single out here, man. Really, do not give up your leverage that easy. Your commitment is of a of, of, of crazy value. But, yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, I, I, I see a lot of guys getting information as to walk. I think, again, you walk up and approach a woman or you jog behind her and catch her in the streets. Nothing says I have no leverage than that. I don't understand what these guys are telling you to do. And I see it on the TV. I see it on YouTube. You walking up and chasing a woman down the street. Oh, my God. For instance, in this skit, in this skit right here, the dynamics. Men, are you listening to me? We on some man shit here. All right. Yeah. uh, Action. This. Oh, you can't see it. This Negro is walking behind her and she's walking away. In any power dynamic, this is the worst low-leverage dynamic I can ever see. Now, if you're a pimp, you got to do this because these hoes can't be out here out of pocket. But you're walking behind a woman and trying to catch her? Brothers, you don't understand power. Let me give you one more bit of advice. I'm going to tell you this. This is another game. This is another piece of just lifestyle game. If you want to know if you have the attention and power dynamic in any relationship, I don't care if you're selling kids, your wife, your girlfriend, a potential mate, the way you test it out is to walk in a direction and see if they follow. Whoever you're leading, whoever you're over authority of, I want you to be standing there. Try it at the mall. Try it in the parking lot. You're standing there. I want you to start walking towards a car, your car. If they follow you, you're the leader. (laughs) If they don't follow you, you ain't got no fucking leverage. You ain't the leader. It's as simple as that. Don't ask them to follow you. Don't say, come on. Just start walking. If they file in line, if they jog to catch you, you the leader. You got the leverage. But (laughs) I'll be damned if I follow my kids. I'll be damned if I run after my wife. I'll be damned if I run... Uh, after a woman to talk to me and tell them to stop. Hey, wait up. You just start walking. They should follow you. And I've done even with even with um even with the uh, basketball teams. 
We're in the airport. I will say, I'm going to just see if, see if I got my team. I'm going to just start walking in the airport. And if my team follows me, I got them. I got them. I got them. If my team does not follow me and they ignore me and they be like, hey, where'd coach go? They ain't paying attention to me. That's a power dynamic. If you're a salesperson on a car lot, you're on a car lot, and somebody's looking at a car right here, you don't want to put them in that car. You'd be like, oh, I got the perfect car for you. Just start walking. If they follow you, you got them. If they stay looking at that car, you ain't got them. Don't say, hey, follow me. Hey, come here. Don't walk five uh, car lengths away. Turn around and say, come on. You don't got them. You got to figure out how to get them then. Oh, I got the perfect car for you. And just walk away. (laughs) And walk towards where you were going. And then they should follow you. If they follow you, you got them. If a woman follows you at a restaurant. (laughs) And then you ready to go. Don't say, come on, let's ready to go. Just start getting up. (laughs) You sign for the bill. You hand it back. Just start getting up and walking towards the door. That bitch will hurry up and follow you. If she's sitting there, her ass about to get left. You about to get left. And all you got to do is leave her ass one time sitting there. And then have her clopping her heels. Wait, 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 wait up. I don't wait for you. Are you ready? You take it too long. You putting, she putting all her shit in the purse. Just get up and start walking towards the door. She either going to get a taxi or an Uber or follow you. <laughs> Just... <laughs> She'll get ready if you walk away. If she don't want to get ready and she wants you to leave and don't give a shit, she'll sit up there at that table. You'll figure it out. (laughs) Come on, man. You want her in her high heels, try to break her ankles. Let me catch up. If she walks out and you follow her first, you are an idiot. Nope. She don't never leave me. If she walks ahead of me, we hold hands. If she walks ahead of me, mm -mm. you don't have to pull her back. Just make sure she's following you. I ain't never being led by no woman. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That dynamic doesn't exist. I'm old school like that. Any woman that says they want a traditional man, that comes with the territory. I am the leader. <laughs> right here. But anyway, that goes with kids. That goes with your wife. That goes with your family. That goes with your HR team. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, shout out to the coach. guy. I did get a couple super chats. Reese Johnson says, my wife said to me, I want to see who you turn into when you get a lot of money. He says, I looked around at her and said, still the same old G. Shout out to you. Okay, if you there, you dare. <laughs> Shout out to the coach gang. Look, I'm out of here, brother. And I don't even know what to do next. Oh, yeah. And peace. <laughs>